this week's no that's not weird because we're gonna do two now oh shit hey everybody before we start this week's episode i know you're all dying to hear what gordon has to say but we wanted to announce that we will be doing two episodes a week we've gotten we've gotten we've received what's the right way i I don't know we have so many people that keep coming into the studio that the lineup is really far out and we want to make sure that no one has to sit three months before their episode is released to the public and so what we're going to do is we're going to streamline our episodes a little bit more keep it in a more concise amount of time within two hours we're going to film it just from one angle until we can improve our equipment and go between two different cameras and this way we'll be able to edit faster and keep the same quality of conversation so after this get ready because on tuesdays another episode will be released awesome i'm super excited i hope you guys are too now let me just say that this episode is brought to you by cq works which is what i call my little artsy business thing that i have on the side i've got pet porches that i do a lot you know you need to get one believe me they're fantastic and i also have some somerville and south carolina styled prints that you can buy and not to mention once again i've got some stickers in the store make sure you go to calebacquire.com to find all of those and decorate yourself are you looking to improve your health lose some weight get in shape for the beach well head on over to the keto dojo on facebook a place where there is no judgment and you get great support and fantastic recipes. I can't even read what fuck I said. God damn it. It sounds like an ad, Brian. What well, is an ad? Oh, okay. What is it supposed to be? Uh, I don't know. An ad? <laughs> All right. I think that right there could be the ad. What? What? <laughs> Welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation and we talk a little bit about craft beer. I am your host, Brian Dales. I'm Kev Quark. And in today's episode, we have the elusive Gordon Peters. Where is Gordon, you say? He is in our studio. <laughs> He's a floor He's a floor fauna expert, a kayaker extraordinaire, and just an all-around great guy. And we've got him. Enjoy this episode. Yeah, because you want to be in the high yellow area. You want to be in the high yellow area? High yeah. yellow. Believe me. No, that's perfect. I like high yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I like high anything. All right. Just in this room, you might hear a little bit through the um, through the headphones. Oh, that's the prototype. That's I good. had that in my That pocket. doesn't even have the shit on it. Yeah. No, this is the new one with all the stuff on the back. But, oh, well. Yeah. So you got the one of the originals. I got the original. I'm, uh, you know, on this thing early, you know. That's right. You want me to do the phone now too, or you want to do like we normally do and just kind of wait a minute, or something? I learned on. Uh, <clears throat> let's see, who was it? It was. Go ahead, man. Richards was oh. that. Uh, 
You're not the oldest. I thought for some reason I thought you were the oldest, Dale. No. Of the brother Dales. No, Bruce is the oldest. All right. Yeah, Bruce just turned 50, as a matter of fact, back in January. And then... I'm 45, Kevin is 40, so we're all four and a half years apart, essentially. But I, We got three in my family, but it's like 18 months, 20, 18 to 24 months in between. Right. Well, we got crazy years. I was born on my brother's birthday, and then my mom had another kid, and then had twins born on his birthday. <clears throat> That's wild. Ovulates twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both my brothers and my dad are all January birthdays. Me and my mom are September birthdays. Um, I share a birthday with a cousin of mine, September 4th. We both had the same birthday. It's very weird. Cool. I got a nephew like that, October 15th. Guys. October 15th. It's yeah. kind of cool. I like it. So you're October 15th, mm-hmm. and he is. It's cool. 1960, though. Ooh. Yeah. It's a long time Ooh. ago. That's right. Been through a few things. I'm 72. <laughs> and you're, what, 88 something? 80. Close. Seven. Wrong, wrong direction. 89. Yep. Okay. 89. Well, you got the Richard Mallet uh, running poster. Does it give you inspiration? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> <laughs> it's our inspiration. We love I did it. run cross country in uh, college and, and in uh, high school. Bavard College, junior college. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Very yeah. cool. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. It was convincing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I meant to ask you, this is totally off subject. Is it a full moon tonight? Because <clears throat> we were driving around when I, he picked me up. And it's it, close. It's pretty close. I it's know it's, close. A, it's a waning. It's yeah. a, uh, not a waning, right? Am I allowed to look at my phone? I Absolutely. Good. You can be our fact checker tonight if you'd like, if you're good at it. Uh-oh. Oh, Did we know. get a new intern? Pretty we good. We might have an intern. Gordon Peters. Uh-oh. Yeah, I did a little, you know, looking up a little bit of information on the Flanders Red Ale. Yeah, I got it all pulled up on Untapped, all the stuff. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of info in there, but we'll, get, went, we'll get to that. Don't we'll get ahead of us. Because well, it was d- different. I'm glad someone looked up information. I feel like I flew in here like a headless turkey. Yeah. What are you doing? You were looking up something. You stopped. I already got it. Oh, what is it? Oh, got it? Far, oh as far as the moon phase? Yeah, yeah. the moon. Yeah, I'm here. Because Richard was saying something to me earlier in the week uh, at work about the moon and the tides and stuff. We were talking about going kayak, and he was talking about the the current was going to be a little heavier because of the 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 waxing moon or the waning moon, some shit like that. It was getting closer to a full moon, so the tide was going to be. It's waxing if it's it's coming up. Um, Let's see. We got yeah. Waning uh, is going away. Waxing is coming in. Right. Yep. Yep. Let's check moon. We do so much education on the show every episode. It is actually full tonight. Full. Tonight is a full moon. Full Called moon. it. God, Actually, dang. I did. Moon rise at 747, so... We were supposed to go happened. kayaking today, too, and that would have been great. That would have been a great day. Absolutely. We Better should. than sitting on a train. Yeah, we should be out there right now. The next Actually. new moon is May 15th, in case anybody really wants to know. <laughs> right. Do you want to try going that day? And just for reference, today is uh, April 29th. Yes. And we... Finally got Gordon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's mention that. We got Gordon Peters here in the studio uh, with Taco Marine. Taco. Right. Is that how you want to be introduced? A Taco Marine guy? Yeah, you know, I'm probably, I that's, feel like that's who I work <clears throat> for, and they're, they're a good company. Started in 1959 in Miami. So In Miami? Yeah. Okay, I did not Kind know of that. ironic because I was born and raised in Miami. Right. You're just, you're fourth hitting all gener- my points here. Fourth generation, born and raised. We oh, already knocked snap. off like three topics already. 1888, my family moved down there. <clears throat> wow. And you got involved with Taco Marine down when you were down there? No, that was just uh, I was 
started in the marine business with scout boats back in 1994 okay. when they were in an old pl- uh, plant in behind the old <clears throat> fort volunteer fire department up on 78 and uh started down the uh, production floor actually and went through a lot of different jobs and at one point i shared a desk with the owner's wife diane i sat on one side and she sat on the other and uh it was tight. <laughs> Close quarters. <laughs> right. But um, but no, it was it was it was it was it was fun. Enjoyed uh, learning the boat business, and then I've just uh, was hired onto the uh, into sales back in two thousand, and I've been there ever since. Nice. So enjoy it. Enjoy the boat building. It's great. Somerville's kind of a, a mecca of boat building. There's really like two hundred and fifty boats. A week made by five companies in, in within a two-hour radius of here. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. I don't really know too much about boats. I'm I don't a, either. I'm not a big uh, deep-sea person. Well, it's not necessarily a deep-sea. I mean, it's, it's any, not any type of boat, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 There's a, there's a <clears throat> Stingray up in Hartsville is a, more of a runabout, although they're doing... Everybody's kind of gravitating right now to <clears throat> coastal-style fishing boats because that just seems to be where the market's going. Um without boards so so how does you mentioned scout i forgot all all about scout but how does that how do those both kind of play together scout and taco i mean what's the difference between the two does talk they're they're an oem manufacturer um there's i mean right in this area you got scout you got key west you have pioneer and and walterboro um sea hunt and columbia um sportsman um sportsman boats owned by tommy hancock he's uh he and his brother were, um, built up Seapro up in Newberry. Right. But Taco and, is not a boat itself. No, Taco is an accessory manufacturer. We make high-end helm seats. In fact, we do most of the helm seats for the big boats for Scout. And then we're doing helm seats for Sportsman, um, for, for a bunch of builders. Um, Pursuit down in Florida. <clears throat> and then we also do Rub Rail. We do... All kinds of accessories. So we manufacture parts that I work with engineering and the boat builders and um, sell them to them. They assemble the boats. And really the only thing they actually manufacture is the, the fiberglass, the, the hulls and the decks, all the small parts. Then everything else are just putting it all together. It's like a big old Lego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People want to compare it to the automotive industry, <laughs> but uh, it's really not... Um, just from the sheer volume of, uh, you know, of, of units. I mean, it's really a small industry. So yeah. anyway, but it's fun. Well, that's and that's what it's supposed to be about. You always make your fun. fun. Yeah. So we'll give you that I mean, much. How about the kayaks? So the kayaking we did this uh, summer. Yeah. That was awesome. We've talked about it a couple of times on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. and we need to do another one. Yeah. Because the goal is to go, um, both, uh, North Fork, South Fork, from its um, sources all the way down to... Uh, confluence. The confluence? Well, no, the confluence is where the North Fork and the South Fork come together. Right, those I mean, two. we're trying and to get then, there. Then from there, we're going to go all the way down to the ocean. Right. So. And the confluence is what? That's where the Edisto, the Cooper, and the Ashley all meet? Is that what that is? Well, that's the confluence of those rivers that kind of form the peninsula of Charleston. I mean, you have the Wando... Um, the Ashley and the Cooper, mm-hmm. 
And then, um, you know, the Edisto is part of the Ace Basin, the, the right. Ashpoo, Cumbie, and Edisto. I'll tell you what, before we get into that, because I want to get into the, to the trip that we did, the 20 miler or whatever, and some of the other trips, we did an eight miler with a bunch of people, but I think we should open a beer first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't have to ask this time. All right, well. I was on it. I was just waiting for kind of a break to no, actually kind of get into it. So and I didn't want to interrupt Gordon either. <clears throat> what do we want to start with? We got uh, we're going to drink three beers tonight, and they're three pretty big beers. So yeah. we leave it up uh, to the one guests? is seven percent, one is seven point two percent, and one is ten point two percent. So it's a big one, but it's a smaller bottle, the ten point two. So mm, that's the. I think we should start with the Rodenbach because start that, with the Rodenbach. that's you know I mean it's a Flanders Red Ale. Um, they're. Okay. You know, Flanders is essentially Western Belgium area. Right. So I got the magic bucket down here. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do before we get started, though. I'm going to plug this thing in so we can get all angles of the thing. So I think that's great. Talk that's, amongst yourself for a second. I'll be right back. That's a 2012, right? Yeah. So we got a vintage. It's one of the best. It's where I kind of got started on sours with Brian Dales up at Homegrown Brew House. Oh, wow. You... We went through a bunch of those, everything he had at the time. <laughs> we talked about this beer so much, and we've been sitting on this for... <laughs> well, I guess Brian's had it for a good while, but we haven't... I mean, it's been cooled for, was it a month? Less than a month? How long has it been since we started this? You tell me not to talk when I'm over here, so quit asking me questions. Did I tell you not to talk? Yeah. I don't remember so doing shut that. shut up. You walked away last time when I walked away. Hey, man, sometimes I don't know what happens. This thing is stuck on here more than... I am trying to peel the price tag off so it doesn't ruin the shot. You don't need to worry shot. about that. I would worry about getting the cage right, so, off and yeah, uh, so we got the other. We got the other camera going. We got two cameras. Tricky. We're going to get the close-up. Um, but yeah, I think we depleted the entire stock of Rodenbox at uh, Homegrown Brewhouse. He had, he had 2012... He had 2012, 13, and... I think so, but the 2012 is... But the 2012 is, is by far is really what we good. wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, Go ahead. And it's kind of, you know, I mean, it's a red ale as opposed to another Belgian, uh, Old Brood, um, or Old Brune, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but uh, which is more of a brown. Right. And um, I know they mix young and old beers. I mean, and the other main component of it, it's um, aged in... Either photos or casks. And, Do you want to um, explain to everyone what a photo is? Uh, it's oak aged ale, single barrel sour ale from Flanders. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a limited edition. It's no longer in stock or no no longer being produced by the brewery. Seven percent ABV, no IBUs listed. Probably not very bitter anyway. Uh, average rating of four point one nine. And you can talk more about it if you'd like. And this is out of Belgium. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Rodenbach so, is actually the name of the brewery and the family that that. Uh, oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So it's just like a, just in the family kind of thing, huh? It's nice. it's a little town okay. that's kind of. Put this on the um, North of uh, Roubaix and east of uh, Dunkirk, which I think people probably know just mainly oh, because the there's been a movie out, right? recently. Yeah. You hear yeah. about Dunkirk. I haven't seen it yet good movie and then yeah, also uh the um darkest hour or finest hour what a rich Gary color Oldman. yeah that is just fantastic and again i'm gonna have to top everything off because i didn't quite uh put enough in everybody's glass hey man i think you did a good job god that's good all right 
So this is what we got. And there's the cork. Before we cheers right. everything, can you do me one more favor? What's that? Something that I forgot forgot to do. Can you cut that light on? Oh, yeah. Good point. It's very creepily dark behind you in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we kind of ru- we kind of rushed in here. Uh, Caleb was out of town in Winston Salem. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, Burlington or Greensboro. Greensboro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I did go to Winston Somewhere Salem. I hopped around to some breweries. I didn't hit as much as I wanted to, but I found some really awesome <clears> places, and I'll bring that back up later on. But the train took forever to get here. We had a delay because someone was stuck on the tracks, and it was just yeah. Plus, Amtrak is like, uh, you know, they're gonna make a lot of stops. A lot I mean, of stops. At least you didn't derail and crash. I thought about that a lot actually yeah <laughs> like i don't think i would die from that i mean but. it doesn't i don't think it happens often but it seems like you hear about it happening often. usually when it happens people are dying on <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's pretty bad so you're lucky to be alive <laughs> oh man i thought for sure i was gonna be safe inside that thing all right so good. we're gonna cheers to uh gordon peters finally being oh, finally in, being in here at the craft conversations yeah. i like that do a cheers. No, i know for brain is frazzled man Fasted all day, shoved food in my mouth. It's been crazy. All right, everybody. So, to Gordon Cheers. Peters in the Craft Conversation Craft Studios. Conversations. Cheers. Cheers. Flanders Red, Roadbot 2012. Mm. Smells so delicious. Mm. That is good. Got that vineyard quality, kind of like, you know, that sour's half. It's yeah, really good. Kind of want... plum, some kind of cherry. Um, just a, a nice medium body sour, not too overly puckery. Ooh. Um, very balanced, smooth. Yeah, it's got some sweet, uh, a sweetness you know, to it. I mean, we've always talked about this being one of our favorite red or favorite sours, but and we're going to talk about this more, I guess, with the the other two beers that we got coming out. But now that I taste it over again, there's been so many other things that have come out yeah. since we've last had this that interesting kind of overpower this now. I think. I mean, it's still great. It's fantastic. Um, it's I don't sweeter. know what my, what my rating is on this, actually. Probably a 475, I think, on Untapped. Yeah, um, we never really talked about our profiles on Untapped. Yeah, I'd have to go through and look at it. but. And this is traditional as opposed to the, the, right. the next two that we're going to do. It's, well, traditional in terms of, I mean, it's kind of where the style It's one of the originals. And, and right. I, I can't remember the last time we've had one. Probably a year ago, maybe. So it's, it's aged for another year in the bottle. So maybe some flavors fall off. Um, sometimes some flavors pick up, but it's still fantastic. But it's got somewhat of a boozy smell, but you get none of the, in my opinion, boozy body. No, Let's absolutely see. not. <laughs> I have body. four check-ins on it, which I've had more than four. But <laughs> right, and I gave them four seven fives. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. thought. It was four seven five, or, or even a five. Maybe sometimes we drank it, depending on when we drank it. But um, it's still fantastic. Yeah, but I'm interested to see. How these other two beers kind of shape up to it, or not shape up to it, match up to it, shape, match, same thing, I guess, maybe not. I can I can definitely tell that it is not the same as New Age Sours. There's, it has a certain, I don't want to say texture, I don't, I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say here, but it, it doesn't punch you in the face with the sour as much, it's more right. balanced, I think. That's what I was saying, yeah. A little yeah. bit sweeter on the, on the tail end. Yeah, it's not as puckery as was the word I used. Rodenbeck's been around a long time, so... Um, it's extremely it's, good and well worth the wait and hype so far. I, yeah. Absolutely. Can, can you read that on the back? I mean, do you want to read that? That's much more description than what's on Untapped. If, if Rodenbeck, the exceptional Flemish red-brown sour ale of mixed fermentation. 
takes on its unique character by maturing in handmade oak bats, some over yeah. 150 years old. Hmm. This exclusive limited edition vintage by Rodenbach, 7% alcohol by volume, is the result of a two-year aging process in vat number 170, resulting in our finest ale produced. Enjoy its unparalleled sweet and sour palate with a complex aftertaste. Yeah, I get which that. is spot on. <laughs> yeah, because they blend that with with fresher uh, <clears throat> beers before they bottle it, and um, it was you know, when I was reading about it, it was kind of interesting. It's uh, as apart from a lambic, which was an older style, which was naturally fermented. They come, they blend um, yeast and well, and different, I guess, strains of yeast. And I think that's where the next ones that we're doing with Carolina Barnhouse in particular is um, uh, they really they take that to another level. Right. And, and how do you say that? Is it Barnhouse? Is that what you just said? Barnhouse. That's kind of what ba- I try. Barnhouse. Barnhouse. Maybe? It's a very. I don't know how you say it's, it. It's, it's kind, kind of, of an fun. old. I just say Barnhouse. English spelling. But I think that's of way it. off. Yeah. Dude. Did you say Barner? Barner House. Yeah. <laughs> you just threw an N out of nowhere in the mix of that. I like it though. It kind of it's a good Byron twist. House it's a good twist kind of on it. It's kind of like a southern draw on it. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say about Byron House. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So that's who we got coming up next. By the way, we got two 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 of those guys two coming up from those guys. So yeah, excellent. That's a good choice. I mean, I've been waiting for this beer for however long we've been waiting for Gordon, but it's been sitting in there just tempting well, just me. me like, now. You, like, oh, I'm going to open that's it. That's true. No, I've thought about opening it many times because I know another place that has one, and I was just going to drink it and just go get another one. It's not one, the same. No. Actually, you know what's funny now that I realized to cut you off? I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Well, you just said it wasn't just your fault, and now tonight makes it every one of us has caused an issue late. with this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did I do? You were sick that one time. Yeah, you were feeling a little iffy. That's right. Yeah. Because you don't know I, I how to rest sure when you how are my sick. voice was going to do or something, right? That's true. Yeah. I mean, it was a good decision all the same. <clears throat> right. And, and you then were Gordon sick one had time. some kind of food poisoning or something, supposedly. And, um, <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> Never say you're hungover. I had food. Then, I must have, must have eaten something bad. And then we had the train. And <laughs> I've been sitting here all day saying, ah, oh, this is not going to happen. Just the mystique of it. And I figured just for shits and giggles, Gordon was going to back out and we were going to prolong this again but no no we here we are it. we made it i'm excited what a great way to finish off an entire weekend of drinking for me <laughs> it was a beautiful day today too mm. oh it's fantastic it looked nice from the windows <laughs> late <laughs> spring in the low country it's yeah beautiful so what did you do anything in the weather today i did i get man i when i woke up i live you know downtown somerville woke up this morning went out in the backyard pulled a chair out there and uh, just sat there and read the news and kind of kind of chilled out in the sun and listened to the what's happening in the news. Yeah. anything exciting in the news? Nah, not, not you, you know, bring news into I this. Mean, if you don't bring well, it, well, he brought it up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold off. There on might that. be something exciting, like a Amtrak train crash or not something. On the weekends, oh, you know, they on. pretty much dump everything <laughs> that they want to dump on by Friday, and then it's just. Uh, you know, it kind of gets rehashed with all the uh, hmm. Sunday news shows. And, oh, uh, about the comics. Is that Sunday? Yeah, Sunday comics. That, that was my favorite day of the week when the Sunday paper you know, came out. We got, you know, when you used to get the paper delivered. Right. You maybe still do. I don't know. But 
a lot of people, my parents still do. They still have the paper delivery. But that was my first job. <clears throat> the paper. I did paper delivery as well. I had a little uh, motorcycle, a C7, Honda C70, and I would roll around uh, Pepper Hill neighborhood and i'd throw out newspapers i had a bicycle <laughs> oh yeah, a bicycle. man I had with motors. a big giant basket up on front yeah, and pan basket. your ba- baskets on on the side and you're <laughs> like and if you, you i can remember more than one time where you're throwing a pa- paper and it goes somewhere it shouldn't have gone and you go to retrieve it and then the bike falls over and you oh, got I never all, all, it. all the dang papers are out of the basket and you no, gotta I never stuff them all back in there it's a nightmare where, wherever i threw that paper that's where it stayed you're in yeah, that's hell. probably why I didn't do it very very long, but <laughs> but yeah, I'd be at the house and my parents would help me uh, fold the papers and put you know rubber band around it, whatever, put it in the cellophane. Oh my gosh, uh, you plastic. had to do all of that? Yeah, you had, yeah. To, you had to package it all up together. At least we did. I thought it was delicious. You, you just got a stack of papers, you know, wrapped up in like twine or whatever, and you had to package yep. it up so it didn't get messed up when it rained or whatever. We'd put it all in the basket, and I'd drive around and just toss them out. Do you make enough? You always wanted to do rubber bands. It's a lot faster than the the plastic. But in Miami, you know, especially in the this was the evening paper back when that was uh, Miami Herald is the was the morning paper, and the Miami News was the evening paper, and they've. Oh, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, jo- uh, morning jo- yeah. and evening. Yeah, and so this was the evening paper, and so it was always smaller and everything, and you always, but still you wanted to just throw a <laughs> band on it, but. Miami's weather, it's a, lot of, a lot of rain, especially uh, late afternoon, rain yeah, showers. Yeah, 3, 4 so o'clock, afternoon had showers. Had to put the, the dang uh, plastic wrap on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rough life. It was a good time, but I had no idea what, what the money was. <laughs> I had no idea what I made delivering papers. I could not tell you to save my life right now. I don't think I've ever heard wages <clears throat> of a paper like delivery boy. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't remember, but it was not much. There used to be a video game. Do you remember that video game, Paperboy or something, or Paper? Really? Yeah, it was a guy that you just controlled him rolling around on a bicycle, and he was delivering <laughs> papers and stuff. Yeah. And you got points for how accurately you threw the paper oh, wow. out to the driveways and stuff. Yeah. It's training you. I can't remember. I'm going to look that up. So what were we talking Maybe. about before we started pouring beer? It was kayaks, right? Oh, yeah, kayaks. The Edisto, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to do some crazy kayak trip. <clears throat> We've had some good ones. I mean, we covered a, a lot of territory last summer. Yeah, we, know, we um, did 15 way to 20 far miles at a time. Yeah. The, uh, the South Fork, way up past Bamberg, I think, was some of the. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I'll interrupt r- real quick. Paperboy, it's a video game, is a 1985 arcade game developed and published by Atari Games. Mm, good old Atari. Good old Atari, man. So this is kind of a, a screenshot of uh, of what the what the screen looked like there. Oh my gosh! You just roll, rolling around delivering papers in the neighborhood and stuff. So. Will you make that's a, an old game? A, <laughs> you make a note of that that you wanted. We need to show the screen. The paperwork. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast today, going through a couple of them. Actually, listening from start to finish, which I have not done yet. And observing them, or just listening. Just, I was to just them. listening, um, and I realized that there's a lot of things that we mention. Oh, we'll throw that up in either the comments or up on the screen. Well, because I don't sit in there and listen to the entire thing, I miss that tiny little section. Well, and that's the thing I've been doing here lately. So I've got, you know, I've got uh, uh, Paul's episode and I've got um, Clayton Clayton's episode where I made some notes of Good. stuff we need to put in the show notes and stuff. So Perfect. Whatever. We're trying to get better. We're trying to get there. Now, have you actually 
done the first pod, some of the first podcasts on online at this point? I know. I saw oh, everything's up. Pre- I mean, all the okay, way through episode all, episode five. We've done okay. five episodes so far. Richard yeah. was the last. Richard was yep. number five. Richard Mallet that released yep. this past Friday. Coastal so, Coffee. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back and listen to him constantly and just try and decipher where we have improved and what we've done better and and make notes and whatever. But anyway, kayaking. Yeah. So, um, I haven't been ages it's been a really long time since i've been on a kayak too long really i mean I, it's a little bit more difficult when you don't own your own but i mean you could just rent one because like richard said esto adventures has kayaks to rent but Earl. did you get a haircut i did and a beard cut you got everything trimmed <laughs> up it looks like yeah i did i just noticed i wanted to give a shout out to the guy who cut my hair and i searched through my bags for his business card and i cannot find it and it's, that is piss poor. I, I want to say his name is Daniel, but I'm not exactly sure. I was, this was up in uh, North Carolina? Yeah. So my brother gets his, his hair cut by a dude, <laughs> and he's like, let's go see him. So he went up there, and he was busy, and then another guy had a cancellation, so he cut my hair and trimmed me up, made me look nice so I wasn't so much like a hobo. <laughs> and I was like, here's my card. I'm going to give you a shout-out. So I'm gonna have to figure out what his name is. And definitely looks that. better. You might, Maybe. you might want to put that in the show notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we need to figure that out and give him a shout out. Yeah. And you've got a Ninja Turtle shirt on. My brother that Brian matches did... the blanket. Yeah, man. Like I said, crazy Ninja Turtle fan. Yeah. I mean, I have the VHS right over there. I emailed my mom when I was leaving. Um, my mom and my dad when I was leaving Holy City. And I know we we're talking about kayaking, but. I just noticed the haircut. Um, but I emailed my mom because I was telling uh, somebody about the Ninja Turtle when I dressed up as Raphael. We talked yeah. about it last episode. And there's a picture of me somewhere, but my parents don't have it. So I'm, I had to try and find it. It's, I, it's somewhere. You got to play private detective. <clears throat> yeah. It was fun, man. I had a good time. I dressed up and I didn't have the right weapon. I had nunchucks. And I think Raphael is the size or something. Yeah. But yeah. I had nunchucks because that's all Michelangelo I had. Michelangelo had nunchucks. Yeah. Well, you could have carried so sword, I was Raphael guess, with nunchucks, that, but, but it was problem. pretty badass. I had this huge freaking helmet, you know, one of those huge yeah. Ninja Turtle helmets, and I had the thing on, I had my nunchucks, and I was burning up, and I was taking pictures with all the kids when they came into the video store, and I was out front at the street, you know, waving at cars. I mean, it was, I loved it. Had it a turtle shell on the back? The best thing ever. Had a turtle shell on the back, yep. I've had a turtle shell book bag. Didn't go that far. No. No. That was way before that. Yeah, it was more Batman and Robin. Well, right? that's awesome was, too. You know, that's a good big fan. I didn't realize for a long time that the first <laughs> Batman movie was directed by uh, Tim Burton. Yeah. Well, aside from Adam West, but yeah, right. I yeah, did not Michael realize Keaton, that the, he was the first, the first two Michael one. Keatons. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, what a way to start that kind of visual concept. He he did a great job on it. I mean, it was very comic booky. I thought. You know, versus uh, the Dark Knight and some of the stuff that's come out since then, which is great, but that one had just that comic bit, comic book feel to it. Yeah, the darkness and the colors and kind of like Gotham, the TV show Gotham Dark. is very comic booky. I think I like but, it. it. Took me a minute, but I got into it. That's what she said. But back to kayaks. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, I think we always uh, do it. That was she. That's what she said. I think, or a couple we? times at least. We've done it a few times. Stop talking about ourselves, Brian. Rich, Richard got got me got back going into into kayaking, and um, I think I met him up at uh, Edisto Adventures one time, and then right. 
And you uh, and I yeah, went. Shout out to that guy. Si- I mean, yeah. Earl. Earl's doing great business down there. He's got a great location, a great spot. Oh, it's Edisto Adventures. Perfect spot for that. Oh, it's and perfect. Julie. Can't forget Julie. Who? His wife. His wife. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know his, I didn't know her name. I've met her. Obviously, she she takes the payments and stuff like that. It's <laughs> very, very nice, very friendly. I love her. She's very accommodating. Good place to take out, put in. Right. You know, they helped us out, dropping us off one once or twice. That's nice. I yeah. like that part a lot. But it's just a fantastic yeah. spot, man. The sand volleyball court, and you know, it's got uh, bathrooms there. It's got a nice pavilion. They got a a full almost a full kitchen right there right i mean they got a grill they got a stove top they got refrigerators lights everything you what? know what we should do what should we do we should plan a sunday where we go to the <clears throat> junction for brunch and then go kayaking with earl afterwards all right i'm down or we don't even need i mean we can use his place as a lecture you know well i need a kayak so oh well then it's gonna well and that's a good point when are you gonna buy a fucking kayak <laughs> i mean you're always borrowing well Richard's i actually kayak, have a kayak but unfortunately it's down in miami at my um, right. that sister's house so it doesn't help us at all <laughs> well you gotta go down there quite often i do and, and i think I the first down, i think the first the podcast he was supposed to be on you had to do a trip to miami i think yeah i you get down take there off or something about every other month yeah oh, that was way <clears> more often than that it depends on the time of year well well spoken so, but um, yeah, we did a we did an eight mile trip, which was about four hours. We went from Mars oil, Mars oil field down oil to field. Earl's, um, with seven or eight of us, right? I mean, it was me, you, my brother, uh, Jordy, Sean, Steve. Oh no, that was up. That was a, that was that was further that, up. That was further up. Yeah, because that was. Uh, I thought we, we were going to do and that. We, we we dipped out. At Earl's, right there, we got we jumped in the water. No, we were we were way, we went way up, and that that was the question because we weren't sure who was going to, you know, if, I don't, I don't know the level of everybody kayaking at that point. We weren't. That's sure. right. We, we had sure. three different vehicles that that yeah. towed all the kayaks and everything up there. Yes, yep. you're right. Sean went with us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know where exactly we put in, but. Did we end at Mars Oil Field, or we went? No. We went past that. We still went to Earl's, but we went further up. We ended in Mars, Denmark, because I think Mars is a four-mile trip, and we went four miles further up. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, it was. We it, did a bunch of trips last year. Some of them were that were way up there. <clears throat> it was more. You and I did the first was, trip from Mars. Yeah. Two Earls, and we stopped at that one uh, sandbar with the rope swing, and we did. Yes. Hell, Bruce was with us that time as well, wasn't he? There was yeah. three of us that yeah. trip. When, that, yeah, yeah, on that one. That trip. Bruce, that's the one. I'm Bruce thinking has done about. a couple with us. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking about. And then we did the big trip a little further up. Yep. Yeah. And then we did the big, big twenty mile trip. You and I. That was just outrageous. <laughs> I mean, I told you about the hatchet I got in my kayak to get yeah. through brush and stuff. That was the trip that we needed. It. We had a a saw out there. We had a hatchet. We weren't even a half a mile into this 20-mile trip, and we thought we were goners because his daughter, uh, Annie, dropped us off, and then she pulled out and left, and our our vehicles were at the put-out point. Right. So we had 20 miles before we were going to have a a vehicle. (laughs) We had no cell service, and we were 20 river miles. (laughs) 20 river miles, yeah. Yeah. And we were about a half a mile in, and we came up to this one point, and the current kind of took us into into the trees, and then we came back around and got into this uh, impasse where we couldn't get past two or three huge trees just falling over the river. We're sitting there. We're sitting there. And 
a tree falls. <laughs> yeah, a tree falls <laughs> in the woods. We're hearing this thing, and it's like, what is going on? And it's a tree that just decided to let loose. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. How close to you? So you do hear it when they fall. Uh, <laughs> luckily, it wasn't close at all. But we just heard this popping going on. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And all of a sudden, we just heard pop, pop, pop. And then just... And this tree just falls down in the woods. And it could have just fallen right on top of us. You know, That's what point. I was thinking. Yeah. It was, yeah. But yeah, we're at this impasse. And we had to kind of chop our way through. And like I said, we we're half a mile in. We're like... This trip is gonna suck because we we were already. If we can get back by by dark. Yeah, we're, gonna we were be already gonna be. Oh my gosh. Competing against time to to get back before the sunset, and you know we had no lights, no anything. We're and gonna you're be going to Earl's, completely right? Completely dark on this thing. You are not going to Earl's. No, we weren't going to Earl's. So he was not gonna come searching for you. We were going to now back oh, to yes, Mars right. oil field right that night. Yes. That's that's where we got out, right? No, that's I don't know. Yeah, it's all meshing got... together, but. We finally had to get out. We had to lift our kayaks over this big log um, and come out the other side of it. And then pretty much from there, it was pretty much smooth sailing for the most part. We had a few rain trips. You know, we got rained on the whole time, but yeah. uh, it was it was all good because it was in the middle of the summer. I mean, it was, um, it was, it was nice. The only other thing I'd say about it is... All the spiders. <laughs> oh, that trip just, there. No. Just because the, the part of the river the we were on wasn't very well traveled. So people weren't going through and uh, like Earl goes through from yeah. a, a certain aspect down to his place. And he'll go through with chainsaws and clean not, it up. Uh, yeah, stuff and clean it up and make sure it's all nice. But this was untouched. We and didn't we see saw, one person on there on that trip. Yeah. We saw what? No, we didn't see any person. Yeah. 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 Um, so we'd go through and you'd be coming through this overpass of uh just tree branches and and limbs and stuff like and a you, canopy beautiful if you weren't paying attention you would oh. come face to face with a, a banana spider right banana spiders oh, oh, will come, not, yeah, the main things yeah. out there so we started getting our, we started getting our oars out and before we'd go through you know you take your oar <laughs> and just kind of sweep the oh, the branches to make sure you get the cobwebs out of there it was horrible <laughs> and we saw this that. we saw this goddamn we, <laughs> we saw this what was it? A, a hornet's nest? Or a, oh yeah, giant hornet's nest. About, about as big that. as this trash yeah. can right here. Right in front of you. You know, you're like, yeah. ooh. In a tree. What? That's like a whole nation of hornets. Yeah, you just you go by very oh, my God. stealthily. I mean, if you would have not seen that and kind of run into it or something, you would have just been Could have been a bad scene. Attacked. You probably died. Awful. And if you were and, uh, allergic. In Kentucky, we have, our family has a bunch of four-wheelers, so they take <clears throat> like an old fishing pole like rods and then they bungee cord it to the front so when you're going down trails it automatically knocks down all of the spider webs for mm-hmm. you i wonder if you can just well no because i guess branches change in sight like heights close to your so you couldn't do something like that for the kayak and that where that is where that river is there's all the storms that are going through there there's just constantly trees falling in you know it's so yeah. it's uh yeah, yeah any, any time you go down the same route, you might see something yeah. different as far as terrain goes. Yeah, we saw some we, with river levels yeah. and trees, you know, falling down across it. Collected some good oyster mushrooms. Um, we did that, that one and, time. Uh, it's an oyster mushroom. Is it literally just what you think it is? That's an edible mushroom. They're delicious, actually. What White. tree do they grow on? Is it oak trees? Oaks, yeah. primarily. Yeah, he got a. I mean, just huge oyster mushrooms, but. 
How do you do? You cook it? Yeah, you just like saute, a saute it. Use it in stews, chili, whatever. What does it look like? It's delicious. Kind of like a, the backside of it is it grows in clusters on its on itself. So I guess that's part of the reason I would call it an oyster mushroom. Um, but there, it's a mild flavor, really good. Mepkin Abbey for a while was uh, was growing and selling them mm-hmm. after they stopped their egg production. Yeah, uh, oyster mushroom. Yeah, so just exactly. And, and white cluster, and that cluster that we got looked just like that one. Yeah. Eventually, guys, we're going to have a TV screen that we'll put up here. And See that every time. I know. Well, it takes time. Like to keep people informed. When built in a day. Yeah, I was trying to put that in there. I was not going to draw any attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Draw Nothing attention to, to what, Gordon? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Oh, these man. nice stickers. A little nice right? uh, freshly rolled cigarette. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So that's an oyster mushroom. Um, and speaking of this, you're like, I mean, every time I've gone out on a kayak trip with you, and, and other people as well have said, Jesus Christ, Gordon just knows every, tr- every tree, <laughs> every bird. We'll be, we'll be going down a river, and Gordon got mad at me because I'll be talking and just talking shit and doing whatever, and Gordon will be like, shh, 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 do you hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah. Be quiet. Don't say anything. And it's like some bird chirping in the woods, and he's, he'll, he'll name what the bird is and what, what, it, what it's doing and what it's uh, all about, whatever, We'll go through, um, say, look at this tree, look at that vine, this is this, this. And it's your favorite tree vine. is what? A maple tree, right? The ma- well, uh, yeah, the, ma- the, the swamp maples are. Yeah, the maple tree. <laughs> yeah I remember Well, they're that. pretty, especially in the, uh, in the fall because they're orangey and red when, they, when they're Ooh. turning. Yeah. So, uh, and it's just a pretty leaf, you know. But like you're like leaf. a flora fauna expert. I mean, yeah, I like where that. did you pick that up? Is that something in college or are you just No, uh, just growing up in Miami, there was a... Uh, um, uh, Dr. George and Alice Williams, growing grown up on Miami Shores, and and uh, they were he was a, a doctor, and um, they were big Sierra Club um, folks, and they had like a conversion van, and he he would take off three to four months every summer, and they would literally drive crazy like from Miami to Nova Scotia or British Columbia or California. Um, Minnesota and and stuff and so they they were big bird watchers and mm-hmm. Miami is the confluent uh, confluence of it again yeah. um, there's a lot of down those. at the um, <clears throat> bottom of the peninsula of Florida obviously and there, there's a lot of birds that are migratory it's the bottom of the Atlantic flyway and so you get a lot of birds moving through um, moving down into Mexico Central America and then back up and then a lot of accidental type crazy stuff that gets blown from Cuba and the Bahamas over, and so it was just always it was a fertile place to, to do bird watching. And just was given a um, field guide at a young age and enjoyed it. Just went crazy, huh? So a field guide, like a, like a Cub Scout type thing. I mean, were you in the Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts? Too, I was. Or? I was in. I was in. Uh, started with Indian guides, which was I'm trying to remember what, exactly what that was, but it was. I remember my. My Indian name was Eagle Feather, <laughs> <laughs> and then Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, and uh, didn't go that far with that. But uh, yeah, I didn't either. You know. I was in Royal Rangers, which I what? think is the Royal Rangers. Royal Rangers. I think it was the, like the Christian version. Well, I mean, well, Cub Scouts is yeah. Christian. Well, it was it really it was. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was just a different so it was, different group. 
I don't know. Usually they met at churches or something. Yeah. Know, Boy Scout troops, even today, I think, are generally okay. places at part of the church. It's, it's community and, and civic function. and Yeah. Um, so it could have been a rival or something or a branch yeah. of, of something. Screw the Boy Scouts. We're the Royal Rangers. Although now yeah. you can be a girl and go to Girl Scouts or, or go to Boy Scouts. Yeah. Oh, really? They, they, yeah. It's co-ed? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Believe All it or right. not, it's hard to uh, hard to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Cisgender scouts. Yeah, they just like the program more than they do the the Girl Scout program. So I'm confused. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's there's been a lot of confusion here these days. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I have a fond memory of them building it. Just, I would say maybe an eight foot tall bonfire made out of like pallets and it was just full of other yeah. wood and stuff and just lighting that on fire it was amazing I, don't I think remember I've some seen of those like jamborees I think they call it yeah. jamboree boy scout jamboree would get and it'd be a lot of different troops or packs and whatever the hierarchy don't really remember it quite as well although I do know there's there's a number of uh, of eagle scouts in Somerville it's quite a few matter of fact yeah, I did uh, Air Force recruiting for a while up in Florence, South Carolina, and you know, a lot of people came in that were Boy Scouts, and they they got extra rank when they came into the Air Force because of their Boy Scout status or whatever. So it was kind of cool, and there was quite a quite a few of them. I was surprised. I mean, attain, to attain the level of Eagle Scout is a yeah. pretty big. It is. It's a big it's deal. De- What's well, dedication and, and staying to <clears throat> you know, keeping to something and and yeah, it's yeah, it's, pretty, it's hard work. I yeah, mean. I had a, I know I went to like Weeblo, is it Weeblo? Weeblo yeah. status yes. in Cub yeah. Scouts, and yeah. that was hard enough. I mean, all, all yeah. the projects you had to do, and the reading you had to do, and the checkoffs you had to do, and you had to know how to tie knots and how to use a knife and do this thing. There's yeah. a shit ton of stuff you had to learn how to do. I did not make it far at all. No, I can't do any of that. All right, I'm gonna give you one one Boy Scout story because it was pretty we did funny. Uh, derby racing, you know, with the oh, yeah. soapbox yeah. cars and yes. shit like that. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. My yeah, dad still good. has our cars, but let's see your story. I had my car. Well, we were we were you know camping out in the Everglades, and I'm trying to remember um, when it was. I can't recall, but I, I just I know that. Uh, the couple of the fathers went off. They came back with like eight or nine, ten dozen chickens, and threw them out there and said, "There's dinner, boys." Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Could, yeah, like yeah. live chickens. Live chickens. We had <laughs> so you had to, to chase them down. We had to chase them down. We had to like Rocky. Yeah. No, you literally had to kill the chicken. Yeah, it's really true. When they cut a chicken's head off, it does run around. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty, it's crazy. What? But then had to dress them and and we cooked. So you it. actually cut them off because my we, grandmother used to tell me yeah. stories where they would pick up the chicken by their neck and just spit yeah, them around. That's one. That's yeah, one method. And the other, I guess, yeah. is of course we had you know we're young boys with uh, sharp instruments, man. <laughs> <laughs> you had your little pocket knife. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I had I had hatchets. <laughs> yeah, you need cool like. Spin moves your head, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, I was kinda, there would be but I, it's something yeah. I never, you know, we cooked chicken, you know, that's was, pretty badass. How old were you? 12. Holy shit, okay, yeah, I never yeah. got that deep. We didn't kill never. Our chickens. I never, I, 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 I don't think we killed any surprise that uh, a snake that Nothing. happened, huh? but but it was, you know, in retrospect, it's kind of cool, yeah. Speaking of snake, this damn. I had that I know, I heard voice it. thing again in my, in my throat that came out. Uh, air escaped or whatever, but 
we went kayaking with my brother Bruce and uh, it was the first time that he had been kayaking, maybe in a while, maybe ever, I can't remember, but we went out on the Edisto that one time and he was so scared oh, of just right. falling out of the kayak to begin with. Dennis was with us, right? Yeah. His daughter, yeah. Um, he was so scared of just kayaking in general. Um, Dennis, falling get, out Dennis the water. got that out of the way. <laughs> Dennis got it out of the way. Falling in right, 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 right we off were, the rip. We were 30 <laughs> yards into the kayak, and he 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 capsized his kayak. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, what are you oh doing? Oh, my God. And we waited out. Him and Gordon were kind of behind us, and we're like, where the fuck are they? They're not coming, and they took forever to get back. But I guess it takes a it takes a while to get all that water out of the kayak and, and get it back in the water. There was but. no place to get it up on the uh, – there was banks on both sides, so we had, I was like, you're going to have to swim it down to this spot. So we yeah. got it up. Yeah, it was – Oh, my gosh. But it, right, off the, right, off the, right off the, the beat or uh, whatever, right, right when we started, there was a um, – a little bit of a... There was a little rapid and a little... Yeah, a little, little rapid right there. And it just kind of turned him over. Okay. Put him into the woods and turned him over sideways. It was a log that kind of came out and it kind of got... Uh, it started running really fast right there. And it, yeah. And they, and, but his daughter did really good. Er, <laughs> yeah. Er warned us about it and yeah. said, hey, be careful right here. You got to go kind of to the left and then oh, kind of cut through. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And then uh, he didn't go to the left, I guess. And it pulled him into, the, right. into the trees. Army guy. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, that's fine. But anyway, the story I was getting to is we're, uh, we're what, halfway down the river? I guess we're halfway through the trip, and this damn water snake just comes slithering across the water, like straight at our at Bruce's kayak. And Bruce was just freaking out and going, like, it's okay, man. It's just a water. It's not going to harm us. Does he not like snakes? snakes? Uh, I don't think anybody likes snakes, right? Do you I like snakes? snakes. I like really? snakes. I catch them. I, I catch them, too. Well, I don't know. Remember I said I used to be... Um, What's his name? Steve Irwin. Yeah. Because I had a pet snake. True. Well, I had pet snakes too, but I don't yeah. want one coming at me in the water. No, that's never fun. I, I mean, mean, especially, you know, if it's a water moccasin or something, something. Aren't you know, okay in a kayak? Or whatever, but. It was like a yellow-bellied water so. snake or something, but they bite. They yeah. bite. They're pretty. I mean, that shit was coming up fast. They got a nasty bite and they got a nasty So his first trip, land. you know, he sees he sees Dennis capsize. He sees a snake coming at him. I mean, a whole bunch of things that are kind of uh, scary for <laughs> I can see that. somebody that doesn't normally get out in the water so it was funny well at least there were not spiders to add to that because he probably would Ooh, never go man. back those spiders it's those, it's those upper sections up on the yeah. south fork north fork we haven't even been to the north fork yet i can't wait we got to get up there soon toads my goats toads my goats yeah that's right all right so what's next <laughs> I always say that. Well, I was waiting for you to tell me. All right, so we're I think, we're gonna open the next beer. Yeah, this yeah. is this is really good. But you know, it's it's uh, since we've been drinking all these different <clears throat> sours. I mean, I, you can't go wrong with that beer, Roden, that twenty twelve Rodenback. It's still a oh, it's four five it's, four seven five. The entire it's, it's drink fantastic. is fantastic. No matter what temperature it got to, it was just uh, I think it stayed consistent. You know, a lot of times they change, but I think that stayed yeah from cold to warm i think it's i don't think they go out they 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 got it down they do the, you know there's not a whole lot of experimentation in what they're doing although they came out with one called alexander that's supposed to be which i've had it but i don't recall i don't think i've it's had it too it was a little sweeter than yeah than this i stuff. think I, I really like this and then uh so what are we gonna open next well we're gonna open um and I'm sorry, guys. We're going to use the same glasses. I don't have ah, all, right. all this glassware to put Flanders on the table. Reds. They're all sours. We're just pouring them on the same glass. The, uh, this is going to be an 18-mile red from uh, yep. Carolina 
Bowern, Bowern House. House Ales. Look at you. So Se- proud. I know, right? 7.2% ABV, 22 IBUs in this one is listed. Our award-winning modern take on a traditional Flanders red is a native fermented Belgian-inspired sour red ale brewed with North yeah. Carolina-grown heirloom Rins, a bruisey rye malt. A bruisey rye, yeah. yeah. And uh, fermented in Biltmore Estate wine barrels. The beer has a bright acidity and is filled with dark fruit notes rounded out by oak barrel character. The beer is fermented with a mixed culture strain from yeast, uh, South Yeast Labs and our house blend of Bret- Bretonomyces. Bretonomyces. Yep. Bret. The deep ruby red color of this beer is a joy to behold. That's what it said. A joy to behold. Right. Oh, and it's got wax on it. That's right. going to be fun. It's a, it's a grand crew, oh, so we're going to have to. <laughs> we're going to have to cut this wax off. That's always fun. That's exactly what Brian said a minute ago. He came up before we started recording. He goes, "Ah, oh, forgot like, about oh, the wax. I forgot this has wax." Caleb would love it. Caleb Taylor. We're, we're going to cut We're going to start calling him Bizarro on my show. <laughs> we're going to cut into this. Uh, normally, I like to try and do a little. Like an X marks the spot. Yeah, cut across the top, but. A little hot water or something, yeah. This is not going to work out very well, but I just see terrible things happening. We're going to get into it. And this is the base beer of a bunch of adjuncts that they do, like the peach and plum. And mm. The eighteen mile, uh, that, yeah, eighteen yeah. mile is kind of like the their that their base red ale, and it is good. Hey. What do we have? The first time I had this was at the cast, the uh, first Somerville. Let me take a gander at this. Well, we'll do it afterwards. Go ahead, pour it. What's that now? The first time I had that was at uh, Firkenfest. Funky Firkenfest. The The first one that we had. The first one that was at. uh, That was 2015. Oak Road and and, well, two of the guys or were no one. One of the brewers came and uh, brought a number of uh, brought the 18 mile. Brought uh, one with blackberry and one with, I think plum and the the plum just the, the plum red and plum. peach lend themselves to yeah the red plum is phenomenal, yeah. really good, phenomenal, phenomenal. I catch myself That's saying pretty. that I had to stop because I, I immediately know. think of it. I say it all the time. Mm, buddy of mine, uh, I think I told you this. Buddy of mine, Tim. I thought was, that was fantastic. No, that was phenomenal. Okay. Buddy of mine, Tim, out in uh, Alaska when I was stationed out in Anchorage, used to say that all the time. And my brother, Kevin, used to give me a hard time when I'd say it all the time. But Phenomenal? Yeah. Because it was always phenomenal. <laughs> Had a little essence on it, I guess. Little essence. All right. <clears throat> there you go, sir. Thank all you. All right. All right. So we're going like to uh, toast to something else. We always toast to something. Yeah. And I noticed, I've been listening back, We always there's always a hesitation on the toast. Nobody ever knows what the toast. Well, here's to getting back on the river. All right. That's here's to getting on the river. Let's do it. I mean, we live in such a great spot for it. <clears throat> right. No excuses. Except not owning a kayak. Barrel well, no, like sour red ale. I think the Edisto um, system is the longest blackwater system in, like, North America. Yeah, I think we've talked about the, lo- in, the longest blackwater river in, in uh, North America, right? Yeah. Yep. What'd you think? I love it. I think um, 
Oh, I love it for sure. But I think it's got a little bit more of a sour twinge, twinge to it than the Rodenbach. But I think the Rodenbach is a little more balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little more complex. I mean, yeah, I mean, is... this just has sour, but something about the Rodenbach is just. It's got that sweetness. It's got that sour. It's just balanced. I mean, the color, the body is pretty much the same. But there's that sour sweet in the well, Rodenbach. The yeah. Rodenbach's been doing it a little longer. I'm about 150. You call it Rodenbach? Rodenbach. I call it Rodenbach. You Rodenbach. said Rodenbach, right? No, Bach. Oh, I thought you said back. But, you know, <laughs> Only the 150 plus tell. years. <laughs> I mean, My Rodenbach. This is Carolina Barnhouse, like which is in Anderson. Um, really cool place, actually. They... And they have photos and, and uh, you know, do, you know, I mean, that's one of the things about these beers is they <clears> are um, really in casks or barrels or photos. Rubbery's got, Rubbery's right. got some new photos. I heard that. We looked up a photo, right? One night? Yeah. 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 It's just the next size. It's a up. large wooden vessel. Um, yeah. Just bigger made, than a cask. Yeah. Stave, bigger than a barrel. Made with staves and <clears throat> there's actually a, a barrel maker. Cooper, which is a barrel maker in uh, a coo- in Barn in, in Barnwell. Barrels. It's called a Cooper. Barnwell, South Someone Carolina. Someone who makes who makes barrels is called a Cooper. That's interesting. I never would have even thought there would be a title for that, but I don't see why there wouldn't be. But where at you said Barnwell, which, which is, is where? Yeah, uh, that would that, that's western southwestern North Carolina. South of uh, 20. Wait a minute. I typed in Barnwell, and it says it or comes up some... South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Did I not you say said it? North Carolina. No, South Carolina. You did say North Carolina. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Well, that was mistaken. <laughs> Barnwell is a city in Barnwell County, South Carolina. Located along U.S. Route 278. Population of 4,750 yeah. at the 2010 census. I mean, come on. We're in 2018 here, guys. <laughs> It's probably gone down. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Uh, established in 1829. We just got all kind of fun facts going on today. And I'm, and I'm looking them up very expediently, yeah. to be honest. What are you doing over there? You well, got it down. It shut off, so I had to put the new one in. The new what? The battery? The new... Memory card. Yeah. What the hell? The GoPro's always been the consistent winner in this show, and now the GoPro is letting us down? <laughs> I know, man. I think it's overheating. We may be using it too much. Well, let's uh, let's make sure this phone is going too while you're up. I did. See, so you got your, the Ann's shirt on. Something. Um, you know who? When we when you <clears throat> ran into me in front of uh, yeah. Homegrown. We always and, run and into and you. Meant, and I had I was um, drinking that Bull Sluice, and I said, "Yeah, that's a, a name of a rapid." Right, and then Chattanooga uh, on the Chattanooga River on the Chattooga, I think. Was it? I thought it was on the Chattanooga, but I know what you're getting to. Chattooga, yeah, yeah. Slayton mentioned it and, and so correct, sl- corrected us or whatever. Well, no, he said it. He and it is a gnarly, it's a it is a gnarly rapid, bull sluice. Bull and you can sluice. you can you can YouTube that and you'll, Ch- you'll see a Ch- lot. Chattooga, Chattooga, Chattooga. Yeah, it's on the North Carolina Georgia. Man, South I'm all Carolina over today. Board. I feel good today about my, <laughs> about my skills. Bull sluice on the Chattooga River. Yeah. Uh, that's hey, great. So. <laughs> I'm excited. And I usually give up. Normally, I'm just like, fuck it. It's too hard. I'm not doing it. <laughs> now, is that something that you... Uh, have you gone... Ra- like? Yes, I have. Down rapids? Down. Yep, down rapids. Um, that's now... 
where Slayton's doing is he part of Nanahill Outdoor Center or is he some another right? Part, I don't know if another he's doing one rapids of the, right now. Another I one think of those companies. Last time I talked to him, he was still doing zipline in Tennessee. Okay, but he's he's definitely doing rapids. Is he doing rapids? I don't I know if that was just into. Ra- I don't know, man. I haven't talked to him. I should. Nanahill Outdoor Center is in Western North Carolina, which is text him. Text him. Yeah, no. I'll text him afterwards. Good. Nana Hale Outdoor Center. Check it Keep out. Keep going. Anyway, um, yeah, they do have all kinds of um, wilderness excursions, adventures. I want to roll. Yeah, but good. Rapids. Rapids. You've done rapids. You will do. I, you enjoy. Yeah, rapids. I have. I, um, South Carolina's got some. Some. Well, actually, the Chattooga borders on. You know, in that northwest corner where Georgia, um, North Carolina, and South Carolina come together. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been on it. In he's a whitewater raft guide at Paddle In Rafting Company. Okay, there you go. Yep. There's a bunch of rafting companies up there now. I think that was the Nanahala. Well, we'll Center give them a was, shout out. Let's write that yeah. down. Paddle In Rafting Company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know now they're doing zipline tours. They would do. I mean, people people canoe them. I want to do the, the same rapids. Line. You know, and also on inflatable boats, and then also <clears> in. <throat> Squirt boats or polyethylene, you know, uh, sit inside kayaks with a skirt. Mm-hmm. Got to learn to Eskimo roll. Yes. Never really could get that down I've, very well. I've never done that. I've always wanted to, though. Where you it's pretty kind of cool. Roll yeah. You just got to spend some time on it. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to be able to do it under duress. That's the thing. All right. I'll, one thing at a time for me. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that video you showed me of the bull, sli- bull sluice. Yeah. Uh, those guys were going down. If you didn't hit it nose first into that rapid... You hit it a little sideways, it was flipping you over. Yeah, you were it was going like under. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, it was a pretty bad rapid. It was what, category five, maybe? Well, it depend on the flow because it had a bad hydraulic at the bottom of it. Right. But um, Just kind of sucked you in. Yeah, that now right by uh, the zoo in Columbia. Why am I blanking on the name of it? But um, anyway, that is the Saluda River, which is fed from the bottom of Lake Murray. And... That series of rapids right there, um, there's a major fault that runs through there, and that's why you got the rapids there, and there was a mill there at one time. Um, but there's a series of rapids that, depending upon the flow, is um, there's a there's definitely a five, and even you know if it's really high, I mean it's I mean there's been people that have, I want to say there's people people that have lost their lives there. What is what is the highest rapid class? Is five the I highest? I think six is. I think there's there a is six? a six. Ooh. Okay. Which is pretty much unrivaled. I think mo- most ones that people go on are three, four-ish, right? And then, yeah, because there's some. There's one called Gorilla on the Green River up, um, and then look it up. up uh, now that the Green is just above South Carolina, right, right along the South Carolina North Carolina border. Um, that is an exceptionally gnarly rapid. I have not gone on that. Six. <laughs> yeah, there's six. There's Class A, Class One through six. Yep. Uh, class A is just like still just water. Class six is extraordinarily difficult. It says. Uh-huh. Class five is extremely difficult. So ex- extraordinarily is bigger yeah. than extremely, I guess. Yeah, dangerous. I can't imagine class six. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Like I said, I think I've been in three and four. I, you know, I went up to the Nalachucky River. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Nalachucky, uh, from Tennessee down into uh, North Carolina, um, and I think it was three or four. But it was intense. It's good. I thought you were in a kayak or a rafter. 
No, when I did that one, it, it was a thing called a funyak. <clears throat> so it was like a, a rubberized kayak, yeah. just like a raft, but it was just yeah. a kayak size. So it was single man. Um, I was making a joke off the intense thing, but that was still interesting. What were you making a joke off? You said it was intense. And I was like, but you're in a boat, you're on the river, you can't be in a tent. Uh, gotcha. And then you actually like, described yeah. something that I had never heard of, so. Yeah, it's okay. kind of fun, yeah. They're doing stand-up paddleboarding on, on rapids now. I've really? Seen, I've seen video of that. I mean, yeah, then, I've seen people out at the beach. I mean, they, same thing. You're just, yeah. just waves and, and uh, surf Actually surfing um, rapids because they're, they're curling back on themselves where you're, you're stationary and you're on a surfboard seen that right haven't done that just seen wild. kind of can you surf i can nice man oh, i enjoy I that hope so. grew, yeah grew up down down yeah. in miami and then down in florida enjoyed it yeah never done it i've always wanted to my, but a couple of my uncles are big time surfers and i've always wanted them to teach me but never got around to it i've Fine, stood up once ways, you know and then i fell off yeah but i got up there we got paddleboard which is decent enough i guess but i, I know surfing yeah. is totally different but i keep wanting to take my paddleboard out to the beach i've never done that i always take it on the river but i want to go out to the beach and ride some of those waves in you know yeah got a lot of plans for this summer <laughs> i know <laughs> i know man it's it's too much it's not enough time in the day for everything oh my gosh isn't that the truth and you have to sleep at some point <laughs> and then you listen to <clears throat> matthew walker talk about sleep in a completely different way Oh, you're talking about the Joe Rogan episode. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten through I, that one yet. I don't know if you listened to it or no, not. No, I haven't. I need to. I oh, need to so interesting. It's mind-blowing. I did not realize what I was doing to myself by <clears throat> staying up later and not sleeping as much. Right. Yeah, I mean, sleep is, is, I guess, as important as the exercise and the cardio, you know, from weightlifting to cardio. Sleep yeah. is, <clears throat> I guess, they're, they're discovering more and more. You, you got to have it. Body needs to heal. And that's exactly physically yeah. and mentally. No, like he had a really good point is that your body would not put you through a, like a caloric intake of any kind, or not intake of you wouldn't be <clears throat> burning calories for no reason. It has to be beneficial, whatever it is that you're doing, because we need calories to function. So, I'm like, that's a good point that I never thought about. And I'm we stay up late. <laughs> All the time oh, working on this, and then I wake up because I can't sleep in late. I terrible seven thirty. Yeah. I still get my seven eight hours of sleep, but you do not. Yeah, then sure. I wake up and I come back up here. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to work on that a little bit. But just just to give a little shout out, so this is from the Joe, Joe Rogan Experience uh, episode eleven oh nine. Matthew Walker, uh, he's a professor of neuroscience and. Uh, psychology at the University of California Berkeley and founder and director of the Center for Human Sleep Science so that's what we're talking about very good episode yeah. it's uh, two hours and two minutes but extremely interesting awesome. yeah sleep is super important it seems and what beer did you drink on that one uh, I don't think they drink any beer yeah they there. don't drink beer usually every now and then <clears> they might have smoked some weed they might have had some whiskey but they don't drink a lot of beer I see a couple waters on the table here and then uh, they have like, like a couple maybe caveman coats or something. And stuff. Yeah, caveman coffee, bulletproof coffee. Um, so, but I see a big table over here of whiskey, some wine. This wasn't your episode? No, 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 no. Um, this is Joe, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan oh, experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Joe Rogan experience. No, I wish we'd have. Oh my God, if we had if Matthew we had this Walker guy. on here, that would have been awesome. Oh my God, I'd shit my pants if we had this guy on here. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think we literally just voiced how much you would have done. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And that would not be good for a podcast. Well, luckily, the <laughs> It's like my dog rolling in freaking dog shit uh, two days ago when I was took her out for a walk. We're a dead animal. <laughs> well, we saw a dead animal. We saw a dead uh, armadillo. I think I posted about oh. it. But yeah, it was all uh, splayed open. You could see the the freaking spine on the inside of it. I mean, all the insides were gone. So, something had ate it. I don't know what it was. Birds or... You should have kept it and turned to like a <clears throat> taxidermy. I could have. I guess. Could have been a pop- Leia really wanted yeah. me to keep it. But <laughs> say, no, get away from it. Later. Stop it. But yeah, she rolled in some freaking dog could shit. Could have been a hanging pot. <laughs> I had to bring her That's home something and give her... something growing in it. <laughs> I just use it as a show. Oh my gosh, what a great idea. <laughs> I uh, love your basil. No, Thanks. that's probably... <laughs> it's growing out of an armadillo. Did you turn this air down when you came up here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a little it's chilly. chilly. No, I, yeah. It's actually a degree higher than it normally is. 72. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's cool out tonight. No. Yeah. It's so. cool out tonight. Yeah, we could yeah. we could bump it up just a couple notches. It's you got a, little, it? a little cool in here. I mean, I'm in a freaking jacket, so you know I'm okay with it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I was talking about this with my brother. I I run pretty cold. Because his fiance, yeah. and I mean, run, I, run, I run hot, run just cold. the opposite. But. And I feel like most males do run hot, but I am always freaking cold. Always write. have a jacket on. Well, you're super I, lean. I got to write down this JRE. What are you trying to say? <laughs> super <laughs> lean. I've got a layer of like fur, though. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that does play some part into it, but. I don't know. Right. I mean, but I feel like I'm fairly lean now, but I don't get, I'm still not getting cold. I mean, I still run hot as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm always, I'm always sweating no matter where I'm, where I'm at, what I'm doing. I'm sweating. I, I really, I am in the kitchen at home growing and everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm just chilling. <clears throat> it's not that hot to me. I don't I'm know. Cooking food. It's crazy. That's right. I like this beer now. No, it's it's getting better as it warms up. Actually, yeah. I mean, not that it was bad to begin with, but no. I think it's it's kind of getting in line with what we had first off. As it warms up, I think it's kind of getting similar flavor and complexity to it. Yeah. Do you you mentioned the uh, what is that South Yeast Labs or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, were they? It's a, that's a pretty cool thing that they, what they what they're doing with all these sours and all the for all these brewers. Yeah, because, South Southeast Labs. Yeah, yeah. They that's how that that's a you're a Clemson guy. So I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. um, oh, is that from that's, Clemson that's where they that's where that started, and um, you know they clone yeast strains. So I mean, once they these guys dial in, a, you know, a cocktail of yeast for a particular style of beer or whatever, they can get repeatability on it. Right. Ooh. So it's it's pretty neat. That is pretty exciting. Cool. Is that going to make things less exciting if you can just reproduce it so easily well i mean it makes it consistent i mean that's one of the things i guess with like lambic style beers that are wild yeasts you know you're going to get a bit of differentiation um, from batch to batch right which i guess is good from the craft standpoint but uh you get a bad batch it's probably not good for the bottom line standpoint no, true <laughs> Yeah, you wonder how many have maybe been poured out, or if they just go ahead and release and say, this is just funky. I mean, just yeah. deal with it. <laughs> but I'm sure there's got to be some that are just real vinegary and just too messed up to, to even put out into production. But It's quite a gamble. 
Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. And, it's, and especially if you're on a, you know, a, a, a huge barrel system and you've got to dump all that out versus a three barrel or a one barrel or even a 10 barrel is still kind of small. And, and still a lot of money. Relative a lot to, of time. Yeah. I mean, you, you brew up 10, <clears throat> 10 plus barrels or something and uh, it doesn't go right. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. That's not a good thing. A lot of time, a lot of money. Sell that. Yeah, you're, you're firing somebody probably, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably not. I mean, if you're using wild yeast, you have, only have so much control, right? True. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why the, what they do <clears throat> in terms of the repeatability of cl- certain, you know, cloning strains of yeast and what, just how they do that from, uh, I guess, biology and chemical standpoint it's pretty interesting yeah I, I think that's great i've got um going back up to my brother and his fiance she amanda is a oh god what did i text you a chemical engineer i just remember engineer i don't remember what, no, she, what kind she of works with but... a lot of gmo stuff probably and, a chemical engineer yeah so it was pretty interesting and yeah, GMO. I've been drinking stuff. a little bit, so I don't remember too much exactly what she said, but I want to try to get her on the podcast and have her talk about it because she said a lot of people don't understand what she means when she says what she does. And it's like this huge, like weird like culture that's based around something that she is a part of that is not what she actually does. It's very strange, and I was very interested when I was listening. So Right, I mean, GMO has just become this bad word. So, right. So she wants to explain why it's not really... The way it seems in the media type thing? Basically, yeah. Yeah. It's just not what people think it is. I mean, it, it is yeah, and it can be, I but... I mean, I think there's a need for... to, I mean, through chemistry and, and the, they're modifying things, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. The same people that don't want to eat, you know, GMOs, they, but they love having perfect giant strawberries or blueberries that are right there's a trade 10 times the size of a, of a wild blueberry you know so i mean they yeah there is a trade-off yeah can you imagine eating a blueberry the size of an apple i mean you, the yields are better and all that right but i mean from you know i'm keto sometimes most times most times <clears throat> but from from a keto standpoint yeah i mean we we talk about it all the time that you know people uh, talk about fruits and stuff like this well yeah fruits are good but most you know our ancestors used to eat fruits when they came into season season you didn't have fruit you didn't have this giant apple all year long that you could get that is three times or four times the size of, of, of an apple that our Talking ancestors ate about a honey ate. crisp probably right There's yeah a giant honey and they're, they're sweeter they're they're bigger um, and you get them all year long where it used to be you had a season where you ate maybe those fruits for one month but now you get them all year long so all this fructose is not good in our bodies it right. creates you know glucose and insulin spikes and all this kind of stuff so uh, that's what I think of when I think of GMOs you know we're, we're although that's probably more of a, a gene splicing type thing that's not really a GMO type thing they're, they're, they're creating bigger fruits and splicing these things together I guess I don't know I'm well talking they modify stuff like wheat to the point where I'm not sure <clears throat> It's certainly Wheat. not what it used to be. Yeah. Um, where, you know, you. And I, I mean, nothing's what it used to be. I mean, ancient grains, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's all, yeah. I mean, it's all evolved just yeah. like we have. But has it evolved to be better? No, it's more plentiful. It's more available. But I don't know if it's better for us per se. 
And I know we've gotten kind of off the GMO thing, but I'm just talking That's about fine. foods in general. I had general. nothing else to add to it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't know enough about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can go out now and, and wake up in the morning and get a glass of orange juice, you know, 20 ounces of orange juice that is 50-something plus grams of carbohydrates, and it's just... Uh, a lot of sugar. It's making us fat. It's making us diabetic, diabetics. Well, you don't have the fiber from the fruit right. with it. You're not getting you know, the fiber. Your body doesn't have, have to work. I didn't have to work to right. break the body's, it down. The, the, Juice is just being absorbed now instead of the fiber helping to pass that through our body and, yeah. and the body just picking up the nutrients that it needs and then the rest of it just kind of passes out. So it's just all being sucked up into the bloodstream and, and spiking that insulin. Jacking you up. Good yeah. old breakfast. Yeah. Like and then you add all the other stuff to it, the Cheerios and the oatmeal and all these other carbohydrates. I was yeah. say, you're, just, you're just spiking everything. And you eat that at seven o'clock in the morning, and next thing you know, at eight o'clock, you're you're taking a nap. I yeah. almost succeeded in going to Waffle House and having an entire keto-approved meal. <laughs> you get the all-star breakfast, and now you can substitute hash browns <clears throat> for tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Which is I was just telling my brother delicious. and, and, and uh, his wife waffle, Susan though. tonight that I, I go to Waffle House probably twice a week, and I get an order of eggs, a serious? side of bacon, and a side of sausage. When do you do that? All the time. I have never twice a week, once I heard you. I just said twice a week. <laughs> I know, but you have never mentioned that ever before. No, because you're normally up here doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> I'm a big bee brainstorming and making notes and looking up. <laughs> oh, in the morning. Looking up guests and trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about. And Are you not a morning person? Oh, no, I am. I, like I said, I'm a... Yeah, I love the morning. No, morning this will probably be... This will be usually, if I'm not working, <clears throat> this will be... Two o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. That's right, because you don't wake up in the morning. Yeah. You're sleeping. Yeah, so it's not a morning thing. So it's, usually, it's usually when I think Waffle House, nighttime. <laughs> no, I, I usually do this in the afternoon, and I mean to get that and get my military discount, it's like eight bucks. I mean, it's so cheap. Right. Yeah. I love Waffle House. It's good, and they use real eggs. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good. They're not using like egg, you know, substitute or yeah, Waffle liquid House stuff or whatever. Send us some food. <laughs> let's, let's put it, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll I like that we'll talk about Waffle House <laughs> <laughs> maybe Waffle House is is desperate for some advertisement I don't know they're adding alcohol now or to select places at Waffle no House yeah you're already wow. so inebriated when you go there most times <laughs> that's what I'm saying you don't need you any need more alcohol when you go. that's like having alcohol at Taco Bell that's dangerous <laughs> I think they're doing that too really yeah Come on. Am I really? I feel like I'm yelling. Am I really loud? It's all right. We're all loud right now. And as long as we're consistent, that's what's important, I found. Mm-hmm. Because Being consistent. Just jack it up or lower it all at once. <laughs> True. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Taco Bell is the other one that's doing it. And I know for a fact Waffle House is doing it. But it's just very select places. And I think Caleb Taylor was talking about this, <clears throat> that they're shooting for like the hipstery areas <clears throat> where you're going to have younger <clears throat> kids going there. Maybe not completely already shit face but i don't know we'll see how it goes have you gotten caleb taylor on the show yet i was just gonna mention we talk about caleb taylor and homegrown every single episode and he hadn't paid us a penny yet but we spend a lot of time there yeah but he hadn't paid us anything and i don't get any freaking deals when i'm up there oh he he, he'll throw us a bone occasionally but yeah we've got uh what did we decide on (laughs) may 10th is that what we decided on today I don't have my phone. I mean, over there. two of these three beers tonight were bought at Homegrown. Yeah. I don't remember. Both May 10th, right? Houses. We're going to have Caleb uh, yeah. Taylor from Homegrown on. I Absolutely. Think. It's either 7th, 8th, 9th, or 10th. One of those days. One of those four days. It's not the 7th. 
Yeah, we're trying to get him this week, like tomorrow, as a matter of fact, but he couldn't do it because he's working a double, he says. Like, we don't all work a double. He could come in afterwards, but... Oh, well. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. This show might not even come out before he's on, so he he won't even hear any of this. No. I think we need to release this early. I I think people have been waiting on the Gordon Peters episode. I think it might be a... (laughs) It's a shame, man. No? It's not going to happen. All right. Well, It's not happening. That's just my suggestion, but... You know, speaking of Caleb, we I went with him to see is it Garrett Garrett Oliver for the brewmaster for Brooklyn Brewing. Interesting guy. Okay. Spoke like he's done like over a thousand um, tasting dinners, beer, wine. Went over to uh, Great Britain and Europe, and he said that's that's where he learned you know what real cheese, real bread, you know. Real beer, um, really why, was. Why is it real over there? Well, I think when he when he went, which was probably before the craft beer craze here, um, I think the breads. You know, when you consider, you know, white Wonder Bread or whatever, not processed. Yeah, yeah, it's right. just whole grain. You know, yeah. I mean, it has a, it has a shelf life. I mean, you look at. Wonder Bread, and I mean, it's got the crust is sprayed on. It's not actually a crust. It's what? it's it's like literally painted on. It's brown. All right. Do not advertise Wonder Bread. <laughs> do, do, do not advertise Wonder Bread. <laughs> They're not giving us anything. Yeah, that is not good. That stuff. sounds awful. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we all grew up on, Wonder Bread. <laughs> probably, not probably. That's what I grew up on. I mean, every sandwich I ever had was on Wonder Bread. I remember eating a few, a few loaves of Wonder Bread. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I mean, definitely have had Wonder Bread. But. Eddie Murphy had a bit about, uh, you know, he wanted to go to McDonald's, and his mom said, oh, fuck McDonald's, I can make you a hamburger right here. And she put it in between two pieces <laughs> oh, of Wonder Bread. No! <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like classes. It's kind of like um, angel food cake. You can take a loaf of Wonder, Bre- Wonder Bread and probably make it into about that big. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is it the moment it hits the juices of the hamburger, it just completely shrivels up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I it's got soggy bread. Soggy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Not to yeah. mention, yeah, cheese on there. You've never seen that uh, that bit from him? No. The McDonald's and the Wonder Bread? Oh, uh, we got to look that up. I don't up really, uh, you said Chris Rock, right? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Oh. Eddie oh. Murphy, yeah. Well, I'm actually pretty... Yeah, it was either Eddie Murphy Delirious no, or Eddie Murphy was, Raw. One of those two. I can't remember both. which one it was. But All right, which one? He's in this purple leather. Yeah, he's in a leather suit. Both both of those <laughs> uh, uh, stand-up specials, he's in a leather suit. But I've only seen the one with purple. That's Eddie Murphy Raw. I've seen that one. Yeah. Good. Delirious was like a red or a yellow or something. Or Have you seen, kind of in the same ballpark, Chris Porter. The guy you texted me the other night. Did I text you? I didn't look it up, but you did text me about a comedian. We watched that back-to-back because I don't remember watching it the night before. (laughs) Yeah, Chris Porter. Have you ever seen him? Chris Porter. Chris Porter, now. One of the funniest stand-ups I've ever watched in my entire life. Twice, mind you. I died laughing. Live or on TV? It was on Netflix. Netflix. Chris Porter. Believe me, if I could see him live, I would in a heartbeat. Netflix. That would be one of my, like Tom Segura, you've got to watch Tom Segura. I put him in the same ballpark. Cried laughing. Is it called Hungry? 
Hungry. Ugly. Ugly and angry. Yeah. I combined those two words. Just yeah. Like, he's dressed hungry. up like a... It's a new word. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, are you hungry? You yeah. got a Waffle House or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. I absolutely it. amazing. I don't know if you watch stand-up a lot or not. I used to. We used to go to go to stand up places. Cause I used to go still, down by Char- Charlestown Square Mall. They they had the Comedy Zone down there in the uh, Marriott uh, Hotel. I used to go to the Comedy Zone every freaking weekend. I would love. Like, we need to find some comedy spots. Cause I know Melanie does. Yeah, uh, stand up. What's her last name? Comedy ninety nine. I don't know what Melanie's last name is. Yeah, sorry, Melanie. Comedy ninety nine, I think, is a is a improv thing downtown or something. Or oh, down theater ninety nine. Yeah, 99. but it's yeah. it's improv. Yeah, well, I kind of want to see comedy. It is, and it's very hilarious. Don't don't get me wrong. I really like going there, and they have beer that you can get. <clears throat> yeah, but the the Sparrow on Monday nights does uh, open mic comedy. Of. Okay, is what Melanie was telling me. So that's more. Well, I want to see people have like, that, um, skits or bits, and you know, Park is that Park Circle. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. I want to hear something that someone puts together, spent time on, get a punch on. I don't know. Did you do a live remote this? Uh, or, or I did. Or uh, Wiseman Brewery. Brewery. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that was for good. a short amount of time because I got hit with a stomach thing and I had immediately booked it out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and you didn't want to leave your brother again to, to try and tie things up because right, right. he I just froze like a deer in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> I get back and he's like, "Don't worry, man. I'll I'll entertain it while you're gone." Because I was just checking on the the name of the beer I was drinking because I totally forgot what it was. All right. And. And your brother is Brian. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And so I get back, we finish the rest of the video, and we sit down and start watching it, and he immediately starts just dying laughing. Like, what are you laughing at? He's like, watch. When you go to check on your beer, I tell you that I want to entertain everybody. He did and he not. doesn't do a single thing. He just drinks a beer and like looks at the camera once and looks he was, back. Yeah, sitting, <laughs> sitting like this, and then he just does this, and he kind of does this, and he kind of goes back, and then he does this. Like he said nothing. He didn't add anything to this, this so funny. series at all, which is great. It. I mean, it added something to it regardless. <laughs> it was funny. We laughed so hard about that. It was awesome. Yeah. But it is amazing how uncomfortable some people get with <clears throat> like a camera or something, which you could tell if you watch our first episode. Yeah. I've never really particularly liked the camera, but you know. Well, it, it helps that they're very small and in the corner right now. Yeah. But well, he, and he, it's he, just we have conversations all the time regardless of whether we're well, we can being recorded you. or not. And that's why we started this whole thing, because we just we just sit around and have conversations. Yeah. yeah. Have you been up to Wiseman uh, in Winston-Salem? No. Nope. It was a really either. cool place. Which is and Foothills, right? Yeah, yeah Foothills has got like sexual chocolate and yeah. um, People's Porter, and right. they're both they really had good. had good stuff. A, it was called a Berry Rosé. I checked in. It was pretty good. It was very light. Kind of tart, not too sour. But it was it was not bad. I don't remember exactly what style it was, because I don't think it was a sour exactly. At Wiseman? Yeah. No. Yeah, you Foothills. said that was a saison. Yeah. Foothills. I had yeah the smooth yet psychedelic at Wiseman. That was good. They had a pretty decent New England IPA, a little bit more bitter, less hazy than I expected, but not bad. Now that we're talking about this and on the subject, mm-hmm. I need to bring something up. All right. There's a place up there called Horrigans. Horrigans. You walk in. The strip joint? No. And you <laughs> give them your card. <laughs> I'm a Horrigan. I know, right? At first I thought it was called Hooligans, yeah. but it's not. It's is this a, now, where is this? Greensboro? Burlington? Winston? Greensboro. Greensboro. Yeah. Okay. Downtown Greensboro. 
small little area, not too bad. I got yeah. a lot of little board games. Like we play Cards Against Humanity, but the system is amazing because That's you the put big thing everywhere a right debit now. card on tap. They give you bracelets, and then behind them there are little like tablet screens up on the wall. And what you'll do is, and they give you the description of what you're drinking, and you go up and you put your bracelet up against a little reader, and then when the light turns green, you pour, and it gives you per ounce how much it costs. It'll be like 84 cents per ounce. And I you saw can just drink like as much as you Greenville. want. Greenville's got some wine bar like that, some swank well, wine it was bar. Amazing. I was telling Caleb that. Where is that was, around here? Yeah, he was telling me about it. And there's one downtown. I can't remember where it is. If my brother was here, he would definitely tell me where it is. But I've been there. You can buy credits on this card. I think it's a card. See, it's not, it's the not same a bracelet. Thing. See, we each had. But three... it's the same thing. You you swipe this card yeah. and you get to pour a certain amount of ounces out of okay. it based on the money that you bought code into your card. Whatever. Yeah. Is it the the beer garden? Uh, Bay, Bay Street Beer Garden, maybe? There's a beer garden on East Bay. I think that's where it is. It's somewhere down there. I haven't I been there It's yet downtown either. somewhere, they but it's the same thing. It's trivia. a pay, pay for thing, and you pour your own beer. Um, We'll look it up real quick. But I thought that was such... It was awesome. Absolutely it's fantastic. Because I was there not just about a week or so ago, and they did not have that. Really? Okay. Because how often do you just want, like, yeah, I'm going to have the end of the night, but I just want a little bit of this Imperial Stout. You just get yourself a little bit. That's amazing. I think I had... I just want to just say, hey, can I have a sample of that and taste that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was different. I didn't have to sit and wait for anyone. I could just walk up, get my beer anytime I wanted to. I could pick and sample whatever I wanted to. I don't know. It... It's so much easier. Plus, if you think about tipping-wise, you don't have to worry about tipping a bartender. You are the bartender. Yeah. That's gonna, one place I haven't looked that up. I wish I could phone a friend right now, put my phones over there. I want to go to Fontaflora. I have not been there. <clears throat> we were just talking about that tonight, uh, Kevin and I, my brother. Um, it's a great spot. You never knew what you're going to get down there, but you would like it because um, they use, a, I mean, it's called Fontaflora, obviously. Yeah. They use a lot like of, uh, they grow their own uh, locally- grown herbs and font floor i mean not font floor um, the fruits are all local ground vegetables root, 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 root yeah. vegetables like beets and carrots yeah. and all this kind of stuff and it's really funky stuff that they put in their beers a lot of sours a lot of saisons farmhouse type stuff yeah. um they do some ipas and stuff too but really funky things and you never know what you're going to get when you go in there it's a very quaint little small probably about triple the size of this room maybe they just they just moved into a big tasting room and something they um oh another place not, yeah it's not yeah this is in same, morgantown at the same uh, yeah north carolina right right yeah and uh i've been there numerous times i go up to boone north carolina all the time to to go skiing, skiing. and whatever and uh i'll drive back through morganton on the way home and and hit mm -hmm. that brewery and it's it's phenomenal i like it a lot phenomenal and it's phenomenal <laughs> i normally you know i normally come back on a sunday they open at noon i'll slide in um they're really good. I'm right While I'm down. pausing, everybody, <laughs> see how I did that. You guys want to take a quick pee break? Yeah, we can do Are that. Are you paused? Not yet, but I mean, I just want to make. I mean, is that a good time for everyone? Did you have anything else yeah. you want to add? Well, nah. I could probably do that. I could do that. Cool, because I, I know I have to pee. So. Okay. We will be right back. Right. And we're back talking about Blue Sphere. Wait a minute. Are we are we back that quickly? Evidently, yeah, we're we back, are. back. Yeah, so a uh, uh, little break we took there, and what we were talking about, I was looking up on Facebook, and I saw that uh, I had a, let's see, a notification. Scotty Oliver invited me to like uh, Blue Sphere, 
which is Blue Spear is basically the Scotty Oliver band, which is fantastic in, in and of itself, with the lead singer uh, Tommy Altair uh, fronting that band. So it's called Blue Sphere. Just saw them last night at the Windjammer. They did a, a charity event for the uh, Children's Foundation, Children's something. Uh, oh, but, I wasn't there. You know, it, was, it was a fundraiser. Forty Mile Detour was there. Blue Sphere, a bunch of other bands. I think there was eight or nine bands. They played like twenty minute sets a piece. Um, it was fantastic. There was a lot of people there. They raised a lot of money. I think Blue Sphere was rocked it out. I mean, it's the first time I've seen them in a big venue like that. I've only seen them at places like Homegrown Brew House and uh, some Family Lawyers Brew Pub one night. But very good. So anyway, they just sent me an invite. I guess they've got a new website. So Blue Sphere is the name of the band. I guess they're on Facebook and Instagram now, I think, because I saw them on Instagram earlier today as well. They're playing Coastal Coffee Roasters next? June 9th. Exactly. June 9th. Nice. Coastal Coffee Roasters. That would be the first time there. I've been trying to get Scotty there for almost a year. Wow. And when I, when I first contacted, um, I don't remember who I contacted, might have been Danielle, might have been Brad, somebody there at Coastal Coffee said, hey, I got a band that I would like to play there. And they were like, uh, we're booked out till like November. And this was probably in April of last year. And oh they said, oh, we're booked God. out They're that for, far for the next six advance. months. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. You can't get in there. Sorry, guys. They're booked up. But I guess they're in there now, June 9th. Um, probably cool. 7 to 9 is the normal concert times, right? Yeah. Last time I was there. Yeah. So anyway, that's where we're at right now. Cool. That'll be neat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just some pro, we, man. Doing all that without up. headphones. What's that? I said, what a pro. You did all that without headphones. Yeah. And I hurt myself perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your ears I was, I was right in my head. So I'm going to write that down. We got a lot of notes today. And you know, speaking of that, we gave Richard, you gave Richard a piece of paper last time he was in. Uh, yeah, he didn't the, write any The episode notes. he released this past Friday. He said he was going to take notes and... That was a blank piece of paper when I left. Yeah, I just ripped he out a piece of paper notes. for no oh, reason. Richard was going to take notes? You made yeah, fun of him he, having notes. He was fucking with me is what Where he was, was he doing. he going to take notes on? These guys fucked with me a lot during that episode, to be honest. I saw them kind of giving each other looks like, ah, we're fucking with Brian. <laughs> they were messing with me a little bit. I caught on to it. I'm no, I'm no dummy, but that was one of the things that they that they caught did. on to it. You don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I had this notepad, so Richard's, oh, I'm going to take some notes on Brian. And he didn't take any fucking notes. I he was kind of hoping he would take notes. one note. <laughs> he didn't take any no. notes. I mean, maybe he did. It was just thrilling conversation. That's why. Blue. I spelled that wrong. Blue sphere. Blues. Sphere. Sphere. <laughs> All right. Is that the Earth? Yeah. And uh, June 9th. Move on to Murphy. CC. All right. I'm gonna have to turn the page, guys. Bam. All right, we need to turn the page on the beer too. I think. Big All game. right, well let's finish these up. He's that's what I'm talking about, Gordon. That's what I'm talking about. Oh man, what did you say on Rich's episode? <laughs> drink that shit. Bitch, oh, I said I'm like not that. trying to rush you, guest, but drink that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it was past two hours. Right. We had already talked about starting or opening the third beer. Here, I'll read that one. Let me see that. Ooh. All right, well he's he's gonna I like that. Okay, you that. get your pictures after he reads it. Yeah, you have to. See. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it's. I don't either. So I'm glad you're reading this one because I was looking not, at his name and I'm like, I'm not, not German at all. Well, not or Belgium, uh, I guess. Sarkirsch, I guess. You said it's uh, a sour. It's a sour stout with cherries. You can uh, ask Google uh, to pronounce it for you. No, I don't like Google. Okay. 
This is wow. this has got a good detail. We uh, fermented, aged, and soured our imperial stout in regional bourbon barrels for nearly a year before blending in freshly brewed stout. Ooh, Beef. it's got stout in it. Yeah, it's a it's a sour stout. Oh, it's a sour. Okay, so it's, uh, I thought it was a sour, and they added some stout to it. So okay, we further aged this rustic, refined ale on a massive amount of tart Montmorency. <clears throat> In Rainier cherries, the result is a dark sour ale that has powerful notes of cherry and just a hint of malt sweetness on the nose that entices you to take another sip of this dark beauty. Mm. Nice. Well said. The flavor is an explosion of bright tart cherry dancing with subtle coffee, coffee and, and chocolate, chocolate notes of the, of the base, base beer. beer before fading. Yes. To a dry, slightly sour finish. I just thought we'd finish that together. But oh, because it's... Uh, I got it right here. Uh, is yeah. that untapped? Yeah, same Yeah, same they did. They do a good job of putting the details in, unlike yeah. some other breweries in yeah. the state that do a poor job of doing that. 10.2% alcohol. Same. Um, bottled 10, 15, 18. No, I think I, I, didn't, un, un, uh, I didn't restart it, I don't think. Bowen House. No. Or hot. It is going. I hit it a while okay. back. All right. But and why did this stop? And it's got cherry blossoms on the front. It's I don't pretty know. cool. Like I said, the, the GoPro was our our one consistent thing in this whole process, and now it's failing us. Now uh, we need video equipment, guys. It's if anybody has any, they want to donate. Gone. If they're selling it on the dirt cheap, if you know somebody that's got something, please you should, you should email start, us. You should open that as he's doing that. Please email us at no, Craft no. Conversation. Hey. Huh? I have to film this. Oh. Not him opening it. I mean, <clears throat> oh, yeah, taking the wax if, off. If, the wax off. If anybody has any film equipment, <laughs> please email us at craftconversationspod at gmail.com. Hit up our website at craftconversations.com and leave us a, uh, a message. We need to find some video equipment that is consistent, that is reliable, that will do the job. Yeah, so they're going to find out on May 18th when they actually listen to this. What the fuck? It already died. Is it the battery? Yeah, I guess so. Probably. We'll put another battery in. That one's... I don't think it's going to work. I think that one's dead, too. All right, we'll oh, plug yeah. your phone in over there. You're using my phone stand, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can figure it out somehow. Yeah, we just keep your phone and hope shit happens. I mean, if anything, you could put your phone right here and just film Don't tell me what to do. Guys. I'm trying to convince my buddy who <laughs> actually went to school for filming and stuff to come help us. Come help you out? Yeah. They'll lend you a hand? Fucking I hope so. Well, this is not going as well with this bottle of wax right here. I know, man. That's... Uh, it's... I hate it. I gotta admit, it's a pain in the neck. You should get a better like cutter, don't you think? No, the cutter is great. This is uh, straight from accident. <laughs> 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 I'm not supposed to say that, but I said it anyway. Because <laughs> uh, I think I got enough edge right there. Let's do it. Here we go. You ready, guys? Yeah, drum roll, man. Bam, oh, yeah. we got it. That was some hard wax right there. So the sour. I now stout. feel Caleb Taylor's pain during uh, our Somerville Underground. Can I see the front of it? Yes. Brew sessions when he has to open the wax bottles. Oh yeah. It really sucks. Also, that's what really she does. Said. It just doesn't add anything, as he says. 
<laughs> There's no need for the wax. I mean, really, guys, come on. Just, Let's be done with the wax. There's n- absolutely beautiful zero. design. Every single one of their bottles, I just yeah. I love the label. That's a good everything. Well done. All right, let's see what this thing looks like. All right, look at this label. All right. Oh, yeah, Gordon Peters first. GP. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's a lot darker than what we had before. Oh yeah, this is so and good. I'm definitely giving people more. I think this is a heavy bottle though, so I'm not quite sure how much beer is in here. We know I have problems. Five hundred milliliter. They went to those. All right, so we're gonna hit hit GP up here. Yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm good. And we'll hit uh, Mm. CQ and BD. I got nothing. My brother's (laughs) initials are BD. Really? Brian Dickey. All right. Fun facts. What was your uh? What was your Indian name? Indian feather? Eagle feather. Eagle feather. <laughs> Indian feather. <laughs> Indian feather would have worked too. We had to make these little <laughs> leather vests. That was crazy. Oh, All right. Our our GP look at that. Toasted to the uh, third hour of the night. And it's 10.2%. It's a stout. It's going to be delicious. It is fantastic. Phenomenal. Ooh, smells good. What do you get on the nose? I'm I'll tell you what. Out. I think it's some... What do you get? Dark cherries. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time smelling flavors. Oh, do me too. Maybe but some I, raisin or something. But I try. Yeah, like fig. Or like, oh, mm. fig. Might be fig. So Figs. good. I like that. That's spot yeah. on. I just, I can't Like smell. dried fig. Mm. It is so good. And this is about the third or fourth time I've had Ooh, wow. this I think it's my favorite and it gets better when it opens up I <laughs> bet I mean that I mean, roastiness of the stout is going to come through once it warms up this needs to get up. like room temp and it is man the bomb oh alright everyone God. put it in your crotch I think it's the best stout I've ever had as a, as a stout it's wow as a stout it right is now. significantly more sour than the first two beers that we had oh yeah both of those and it's bigger the too and it's you know no it's I mean, bigger but the sourness is much more tart yeah it's got more body too. Like when I said jet fighter in that one episode. <laughs> nope. I don't Sounded remember like George that. W. Bush. I don't know. W. Ooh, man. Aged, soured, imperial stout. Kind of like that. Has all For the good stuff. Nearly good a things. year. What does nearly a year mean? Well, nearly does that mean a year. six months? Not quite. Is that nine no, months? Is that I would eleven say, months? I would say and it's probably five days? between eleven and twelve months. Yeah, I, mean, I would what is, say. What is the definition of nearly? I was going to say ten and a half or, or more. Ten and a half. Where'd you come hmm. up with that fraction? <laughs> well, I thought nine was too low. I was going to say ten, but I'm like, ah, let's just go in the middle. Yeah, I, I want to know now. What does nearly mean? Nearly a year. Are you going to Google it? <laughs> I don't know how to even I start to Google, need to Google it. Is that I... subjective? Like different per person? Or is that objective that I'm trying to say? Well. It's... Nearly, Not very, very close to, or almost. There you go. That doesn't tell me anything because ten months could be very close. If you look up almost a year, does it tell you nearly a year? <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm done with that tangent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <He's a> good... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Last time I 
<laughs> have Gordon Peterson. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. I'm uh, surprised that this is your. Well, I guess I'm not. I think Gordon will probably know. be a regular guest, right? Maybe. Maybe. As difficult as that sounds like it may be, I like the idea. Yeah, because especially during the summer, we'll all be doing stuff too. Yeah. Looking I forward mean, to it. I'm getting ready to go back. I'm going to Miami sometime this month. Going to do some fish, some offshore fishing, probably some free diving, some mm. spear fishing. Mm, I could not get in the water. So do you? Excuse me. Do you deep sea dive? I mean, do you have your certification for diving? Yeah, for I mean, but I don't. I don't. When do you say free dive, what is the difference between that and like deep sea diving? Uh, well, I mean, well, I wouldn't. Tank diving is with you know you have an air source. Um, free diving is it's one breath. Okay, so you have no equipment. I mean, no equipment. Oh, unencumbered. Yeah, mass, mass. spin, snorkel, probably a weight belt. Okay, a snorkel too. Yeah. Okay. So I've been snorkeling. So this is just a level just, greater yeah, than a, snorkeling before also, diving. That is, it is snorkeling. What's I would the consider it snorkeling. Depth, okay. Generally, anywhere from. Typically, it's going to be 12. How to, long you can hold your breath? 12 to 30, 40 feet. Good yeah. point. I guess that makes a lot of sense. But then you also got pressurization, right? I mean, how far can you go down before? With one breath, like you can go as, as you, you, you don't. Because no you, you, took the, you took or? the breath from the surface, and as you're, drop, as you're going down, it'd be 33 feet. You know, you, you, it's, you're compressing. Okay. Um, What's the point where you can't go any further? Where you got to be in a vessel or something? Do you know? I I, I think from a from a free diving standpoint, you, you, you as far as you can go. Um, now, I mean, I know like, tanks, the, like the waterproof like watches like and stuff, deep like thirty diving, meters. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, it's not something yeah, don't talk I'm, over I'm doing. Oh, are we talking? I don't know who to listen to now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. I mean, when you got a watch that's waterproof, it usually goes to like 30 meters or something, yeah. right? So is that like the limit? Is that why? Well, I think he says you can that... go literally as far as you can actually go. Yeah, yeah. You can't go past the limit that you can't go because you you can't You're, But there's it. not a human physical limit? No, they actually have this thing called a mammalian reflex or something where it, it your whole, everything slows down. Um your heart rate, everything, the deeper you go. Hmm. And that's like what citizens, dolphins, whales, um, you know, uh, that they all have that. Interesting. I wonder... Checking that out? I'm just, I'm interested now. Here, here we go. How deep can a human go underwater without equipment? The current world record of no limits apnea free diving is 214 meters 702 feet this involves a weight that will take the diver down and assist him to bring them up the diver holds his breath from the moment he leaves the surface to the moment he returns to the surface so 214 meters 702 feet that's crazy yeah that's way freaking down there look up mammalian reflex no i'm done looking up stuff. <laughs> oh because <laughs> I, I don't even know how to spell that so mammalian yeah i think it's i think that's what they call it yeah i think that's right is it two l's maybe like mammal diving reflex okay yeah i'm with you how do you spell it someone tell us the diving reflex also known as the diving response and mammalian so like mammal ian yeah is there two m's two m's is there two like mammal like the mammal 
Okay, Manual. I had it right the first time. That's what I wanted to know. All right, okay. The diving reflex, also known as the diving response, and mammalian diving reflex is a set of physio- physiological responses to immersion that overrides the basic homeostatic reflexes, which is what you were saying, and is found in all air-breathing vertebrates studied to date. Is there a benefit to that? Like um, why? Diving deep. I mean, I guess it's just a survival. Is that yeah. what happens? Your body just kicks into yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. that is very interesting, yeah. actually. There are other things that our body does, but I don't, there's one specific. Yeah, because it's like physiological. I mean, it just it changes. Yeah. It's a protective response. It says, okay, you're fucking going deep. Yeah. Everything's going to slow yeah. down. you got to slow it down. Yeah, I like that. It's running it's on low cool. power. Very, very cool. Now, that happens when you get... Well, I was going to say that happens when you get cold, too. But I, I think it does. I mean, there's physiological responses when you get cold, you know, shaking and things like that to re- produce body heat to kind of warm you up. I mean, mm-hmm. things that it does to protect you from freezing to death, I guess. That's cool. For a little while, at least. Right. I think Matthew Walker on that sleeping episode with Joe, he talked about because your heart and everything slows down, it allows you to sleep easier. Like it's harder for you to sleep in a, in a warmer setting than it is in a colder setting. Right. Normally people tell you to, to go to 68 degrees or something, right, for sleeping temperature. It's, colder is, is the better. You get a yeah. more productive, deeper sleep. I know I can't sleep when it's hot. Yeah, yeah. your house is an icebox. That's because I like... I mean, <laughs> I, I turn it back up when I get up, but... That's true. Actually, we'll see my brother's house is way colder than yours, so... <laughs> I'd keep it cooler if it wasn't so expensive. Oh, amen. <laughs> I understand Aren't you that. Glad? <laughs> if I didn't have to pay the bill, I'd turn it down a little further. <laughs> We'd all be just like walking around in like Eskimo outfits. Yeah. Or I would Parkers. be. I Brian would be in a Hawaiian t shirt. It feels great. <laughs> so. I knew you were going to say so. And I also knew you had no topic to lead with after that. <laughs> I do, but I, I have two, but I didn't know which, which one to use. So so your wife, Diane, right? She, yep. what did she do? She so babysits she dogs. She adopts oh, dogs. Yeah. I mean, I know she's a realtor. That was the other direction I was going to go. But She likes that. Rover.com. I mean, do, yeah. She does loves she, dogs. So she, she, so she just babysits dogs. Yeah. And what do you think about that? Do you like it? I mean, I know the couple times I've been to your house, there's always a, there's always different dogs running around. Because you have two of your own, right? Or three. Three, three of your two own. Two beagles and uh-huh. Wolfie. Yeah, so, yeah Wolfie. Wolfie. I love Wolfie. Um, I like them all, actually. Which but. is a wolf? He, he's like uh, a street dog. Diane rescued him. Gotcha. So it's like but every, right, every he, just came around, there, he just came around. Every time I've been over there, there's different dogs roaming around the house, and, and they're all great and cute and whatever. But so she loves it. <laughs> when you got how long? How long you been married to Diane? Be four years coming up. Okay. So was she right doing on. that when was she doing that when y'all met, or this is something new? That no, she's taking on? but she's always rescued. She rescued dogs. I think when we first started going out, she had like I don't know five or six. <laughs> it really? was great. Yeah. It was just like wow, wow. I five or six that she had rescued and she well, owned. She or had, she was she still had three of her own beagles and Wolfie, so she had two other. Uh, yeah, and then one was kind of like a Bassett. I don't Walkers kind of. 
Hound, Slink, yeah. you know, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, do you guys always have other dogs in your house? Not or all the Sometimes time. it's just the three dogs that y'all own. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's interesting or not. Most I think it's interesting. Well, that's cool. Because I thought that, about that doing rover, the same that thing. That rover.com was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, because you told me about that people site. Love, I mean, the pet industry, people love their dogs, and, you know, they're... Yeah. Because you can do it both ways on rover.com. You can ask yeah. other people to babysit your pets, or yeah. you can have... They have uh, like babysit other people's pets. You can go to their home, or they can bring their pets to you, right? So I mean, it's like yeah. a whole big ball of wax thing. It's a, mm. a whole nother business. They out have there like that's... meet and greets, <laughs> bring the dog, see if they're compatible. You know, it's yeah. like, okay. People don't want to just leave their dogs so with like, anybody. Like so like Diane is like everybody like wants to leave dogs. their dog with Diane. Yeah, why not? <laughs> of course, <laughs> I mean, yeah. She loves them. <laughs> Brian, please do not do that. You are never here during the day. Well. I mean, that's a funny story because I did that one time before you moved in. It was just me and Tommy and, um, or Tommy and I, Tommy and me. I don't know. I never know what it is. It's not Tommy and me. It was just me. It was just me. So it was just Tommy and me. And Diane had rescued a dog named Shy. And yep. um, she put it out there on Facebook, I think, and said, um, looking for somebody to take this dog in or something. I said, Hey, you know what? I got some, I got plenty of space. I got a dog that needs a companion. <laughs> so please, uh, let me try it out. I'll see, see how it works. Brought the dog over. Um, very energetic. It was not a puppy, but it was, uh, well, a couple years old. Maybe. I don't know. What? No, I think it was more of a puppy. Was it more of a puppy? Maybe yeah. it was more of a puppy. And I so, thought I could handle it, but at the time I was still working my government job. So I was working, you know, eight hour days, five days a week, sometimes even more than that. Uh, Tommy was doing his thing, um, and we just didn't have time to take care of this dog. And the dog came in. We may have talked about this in another episode. I don't know, but I think you just told me yourself. Might have just told you. Chewed up a couple of remote controls. Chewed up a pair of shoes. <laughs> chewed up a pair of flip flops. Chewed up uh, chair. Uh, some headphones. Oh, the chair. A couple yeah. chairs. Chewed up two different chairs. That's right. Um, <laughs> chewed a little bit at the bottom of the carpet down here at the bottom of the studio. Uh, what she else? She was an I don't athlete, know. man. Whew. Which. <laughs> wasn't the biggest deal. The biggest deal is when I'm I'm at work one day and I get a text from Gordon that says, Hey, your dog is loose or it might have been Diane. One of you texted me and said, Hey, your dog Shy got out. Um their number was on the tag, so that's why they got called. So they had to come out and kinda of corral the dog. It had burst through one of the boards. One of the boards in the fence. It come to the board. Yeah. Well, that one, the whole board had broken down, I think, right? The whole board just came loose, like the nails were bad or whatever. So Gordon came out. They put the dog back, got the dog, uh, found some nails in the garage, and nailed the board oh back up. Oh, my gosh. Um, a week or so That's later, right. a couple of days later, I don't know, I get another text. Hey, Shy's loose again. <laughs> I know, man. I was she like, had, all right. She had escaped from another <laughs> portion of the fence, and it looked like the board had been broken, like it had just... And like ran the board it. and rammed it and said, let's, let's see what board we'll give and, so I can get out of this fucking yard. Um, so twice she escaped. And finally, I just said, look, I, I can't take care of this dog anymore. It's too time consuming. It's chewing up everything in my house. It's escaped twice. <laughs> I don't have time to be leaving work and coming back and forth trying to corral my dog. Um, so I had to give it back to you. And yeah. they eventually found... And we took it back. Yeah, took it back. Um, and I, I kind of wish I would have stuck it out at this point but anyway gave it back and diane found a nice home for it downtown somewhere yeah. right downtown charleston so yeah. not it her shy so um that's my story i don't even know how we get on that story that was You're pretty good you asked about, about watching dogs about about the the oh, com. yeah so yeah. i tried to help her out with a rover style transaction and it didn't work out i just couldn't handle the dog i didn't have time for it but 
It's good. So what do you got right now? You got dogs at the house now? No, just uh, just the three right now. And uh, but I think she's um, got a couple lined up for this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I started doing the Uber thing. I started looking at that Rover thing as well. I was going to do Uber and I was going to dog sit. And my plan was to dog sit at people's houses, like over in Mount Pleasant, like these fancy, I used to date a girl over in Mount Pleasant. She did the same thing. She dog sat for people in their houses. And when I was dating her, yeah, Diane's done that. Has done that. I went to some of these houses in Mount Pleasant off of the water and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh my God. These houses were amazing. Right. And I mean, just to go over there and just sit in their house for two hours and chill out, feed the dog, maybe pet him a little bit, let him outside. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. To make money and to be in these people's houses, I thought was gold. Why didn't you do it? Um, I just never got around to it. I was Ubering and, and working at Coastal and doing different things. And I, I just. You Ubered for like a week, though. Nah, I did a little bit more than that. Two? <laughs> I mean, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got onto the website and started the sign-up process, and I just decided I didn't want to do it. I don't know. Yeah, what kind of sign-up is there to R- watch? Richard did that. Rover thing? No. no oh, the, the Uber? Uh, Uber. Yeah, yeah. He, he still does it occasionally, too. Does he still? I think. I don't, I don't know. think he's. I don't think he's done it in a, in a good while. Okay, maybe. But he lasted a few months, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. He was very professional. Well, he was... In a different way than you. You set up like a whole business. Oh, I had a whole business plan. And, I and just, he just like drove around with like waters. And I don't know. I, I liked it. It was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. I had fun with it. I mean, I don't know. It was very time consuming. And once the, the newness, because the newness of it was, man, I'm seeing all these great parts of the city that I've never seen before. I grew yeah. up here. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen these streets. I've never seen these roads, whatever. So it was nice to kind of see new parts of uh, Charleston and uh, even Somerville, Goose Creek, Hanahan, whatever. But And then just the same thing we're doing here, just having conversations with people was a blast. I mean, because it's not like a taxi. I mean, most people sit, if it's, if it's one dude yeah. or, or girl or whatever, most people sit in the front seat with you. So you're having a conversation with those guys. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and they have the option. I mean, some people would sit in the back, but I the majority of time. immediately gone to the back. People sit in the back. You know, if you got two, three people, they'll go into the back or whatever. But um, just having these conversations with people and, and people from all over the world was the fun part. You know, they come yeah. in from all different parts of the city, some people from overseas, and just have conversations of why they were there and what they were there to see and who they were there with and when they were going back. Just all these things were exciting and interesting. And then once I saw every all the little <laughs> hidden spots and I nuances. talked to a few people, it got kind of old. And I'm like, man, this is... Don't feel like in the ass sitting in. It became a job. Sitting in rush hour traffic yeah. and sitting on the interstate and sitting, you know, people are waiting to get somewhere and you're like, sorry, what can I do? You know, traffic or what can I do? The streets blocked off downtown because every freaking street in downtown Charleston is under construction. So, and yeah. uh, and you're having to GPS around obstacles. It just got it got to be a pain in the ass, and the the money wasn't good enough to to warrant that time. I totally understand that. It's a yeah, long I rant. can't. I can't. Yeah, I said a lot and said nothing. Hey, man, that's cool. I asked the question. Yeah, I think it was a solid answer. I so let's see what this beer is doing right I now. I think the cool thing about that though is for the people who actively do it, it's a good way to kind of get your own car and pay it off pretty quickly if you can dedicate the right amount of time. 
Right. You can even lease a car from Uber. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I know. It is so in the sweet spot There's a right lot now, of, as we say. a lot of depth to it. I mean, it is, right right now, it is the perfect balance of flavors, complexity, mm. body, temperature. Everything is just at the perfect spot to me it's right fantastic. now. It's fantastic. I almost want another bottle. Yeah, oh. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those. It's too just small. Like, That's a definitely <laughs> on another bottle. But I was thinking maybe just, I don't know, like a cherry dip, like a chocolate cherry. Okay. I just want to eat one of those and drink that at the same time. Or just have a little piece of chocolate. Or, or yeah, a little, anything really. Yeah. Something, I don't know, give it that extra boost for no reason just because I'm... I got some pickled asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> Add some more acidity. That's about acidity. all I can offer you right now. Add a little Thanks, more man. acidity to it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was asking for, I actually. Mean, you know, it, that little sour vinegary might be good. No, know. that sounds disgusting. Get right. out of here. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's an offer. If, it's a it's different on the table. kind of... Whatever. Get out. <laughs> I'm not eating that. Uh, so what else? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's about that time to wrap it up in the carpet. Because it's two, at two hours. It could be. Could be. For the first time. Yeah. No point in uh, going too long. I mean, there's no... Re- yeah. I mean, the conversation ended. Enjoy the conversation the, ended. Enjoy the rest of this uh, stout, man. I think I that's a great plan because it's been a really good episode. I think so, too. We talked about yeah. a lot of interesting stuff. I All think the it was very educational. Yeah. Follow it up, man. You did a good job, buddy. <laughs> good. <Yeah>. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Gordon. Thanks for coming. To everyone else. Enjoyed it. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good.